welcome, welcome, welcome back. Yeah, oh, also, fuck you, Craig, to the 34th rendition of Cooped Up Conversations with Aaron, Joey, Prokop, Cooper, and today joining us, a very special guest. The only week you should actually listen to what is talked about on this podcast because this kid has credentials. He doesn't want to brag, so we won't say them all. And plus, I don't know if uh, you're going to want to because he has 13,000 Twitter followers. Big, 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 big crowd following this kid. So, first kid I punched in the face, actually, Capucci. You also have that crown, so I take that as the, uh, a little bit higher than the 13,000 followers. But Matthew Capucci, uh, weather expert, I would say, a phenom. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for coming on. Hey, well, thank you. Good to be here. The, f- the beginnings are always really rough, so sorry if that was really cringy, Capucci. It takes me like five minutes to get over the fact that um, I normally sound like an asshole when I talk. So. Hey, hey, one time I did a, a TV show in uh, for, for a station in India, and they introduced me as the wrong person. They said I was there to do a traffic forecast. I'm like, what? Did you try to? Were you like it, it was right. live TV? Lots, though, it was live Lots TV. So cars. They said, you know, we know the forecast for Hurricane Dorian. So tell us how many flights will be delayed and what are the roadways going to be like? And and they were asking all these specific questions about trains. I'm like, we don't even have trains here. Wait, were they talking about it in like here or for like Jakarta or whatever? No, no. This, so this was a a hurricane that hit off the coast of the Bahamas and actually struck Grand Bahama Island back in September of 2019. And it made international headlines, and so there was a station in India that needed a local meteorologist to talk, so I did it. But then they asked all these weird questions that I couldn't answer, because I'm not a transportation person. I like trains. Yeah, so I I don't know the the population. (laughs) So I don't know the public transportation situation in uh, Nassau, Bahamas, after Bombay (laughs) news station. My bad. All right, so how often do the TV stuff everywhere? Oh, yeah. God. I was going to, I mean, it's going along the lines of what you're saying, but like, where, like, how often do you go abroad to, like, do a forecast? Ah, so I never go abroad to do expertise. a forecast. When I do TV, it's usually for international outlets that need someone locally in the United States. So, for example, when I was in Denver last year covering a snowstorm, a station in Germany contacted me and asked me to do a couple of hits with them. Or I do most of the hurricane hits for a station in Canada called CTV. They're like the, I say like the CNN of Canada, so I do their weather stuff. And it's actually kind of funny because my living room right now has tape all over the floor, so I know where to stand when I do different hits. There's studio lighting in here. And so working from home during the pandemic has been kind of funny. Uh, Back in November, I was heading out to meet friends for for bowling night and, of course, socially distantly, all that stuff. But (laughs) I last minute, they texted me like, hey, can you do the hurricane forecast at 50 minutes past the hour? I'm like, yeah. So I literally ran out of the bowling alley. I had my bowling shoes on and I I sat out there and, you know, Skyped in with my iPhone. I gave the forecast for the hurricane. I just went back in and finished and I got two strikes. Are are a lot of these forecasts things that you really have to like prepare for? Is it something like... You just know, and you can kind of just... A, a bit of both. Oh, so shit, will, like, a, like, a, like a Conti presentation, if you know what we're talking a, about. A bit of both. So I will <laughs> never launch into anything without making sure I can confidently speak about what I have to. So like, if you invited me on this podcast and I have to talk sports, I'd be completely screwed. But weather is something that I know pretty much inside and out. If there's a hurricane going on, I know what it's doing. You, you almost have to be like intimate with the weather. And so yeah. I, I can speak about hurricanes just as easily as I can talk about my family. And so... You know, if they call me and say, hey, can you do something 20 minutes? I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. Like, is there almost like a, 
like you can just right away if you know like kind of the general idea of like what type of hurricane it's going to be you can just be like all right this is what's going to happen yeah pretty much like, it's if almost I... like plug in plug in the things this means this this means this and if you get the basic details of the hurricane how big it is where whatever blah 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 to an extent can, uh, yes you know where it is then well, I always, to an extent, yes. So most hurricanes all have the same structure. You kind of know what the hurricane's doing. And when in doubt, you can always speak to the science of explaining a hurricane because that's the same for every hurricane. They're heat engines. They're, they're pretty easy to grasp. But if you're looking for a detailed forecast, that requires a little bit more preparation. I try to make sure I have the statistics. I have the, the specific impacts to make sure I can kind of give that local flavor. So I think... Cooper thought this. All right, you don't have to, but two weeks, Matt, on the spot, Plymouth. Two weeks on the spot, Plymouth. What let's say happening? let's say this week coming up, and in two weeks when this comes out, we'll see how close oh. you are. What's the date for that? Um, That's this Monday, third, the eighth. Two four. I'll get up. The eighth or the fifth. So, so you're looking for a forecast no, no, for like the. No, no, we gotta get. Come on, let's give him. No, give him. No, give him the seven day forecast. Oh, seven day forecast. Here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. The polar vortex over the North Pole has split, and when that happens, you get little lobes of cold that come down and meander over the lower forty eight. What I will say is that the pattern we're in right now, two weeks from now, three weeks from now, favors colder than average temperatures and some stormy weather. So I'd say, if I had to guess, two and a half weeks from now. I'd say probably temperatures in the upper 20s to lower 30s, so less than average. And I'd also say an increased chance of stormy weather. That said, you know, two and a half weeks out, I, I can't tell you what the weather's going to do, but I can tell you what the weather is more inclined to do pattern-wise. So how about Monday? How close can you, like, how close can you tell? Oh, oh like, this... Are you already studied up for this week? Like, do you know what's going to be happening? Oh, so we're talking this Monday the 8th? Yeah, that's why. Like, because two weeks out, I figured it's like almost impossible. But like, I think that was the funny. That's the fun part. Yes. Yeah, so, so this Monday, let him, let him, that's the, the fun part. Let, let, let him let him see. Like Monday's Monday is a really easy slam dunk forecast. We have low pressure passing well to our southeast. That's going to skirt the Cape and Islands with a couple inches of snow, probably two to four inches in most spots. Uh, maybe a little bit more outer Cape, up to about I'd say six inches, seven inches in places like Hyannis. That's on Sunday, i.e. tomorrow after the recording of this. And then in its wake, we'll have cold air coming down from Canada, temperatures in the lower 30s, and brilliant sunshine as high pressure builds in. That was beautiful. Jesus, dude. How, how, how long ago did you start like practicing doing a weather forecast? Like, When did you like know that weather was your thing? Like, that, That's something yeah, I, I, I never knew that. I was a New York weather guy, but I never yeah. knew what, what moment. What was the moment that you're like, this is fucking awesome? I was two years old, and I was obsessed with the anemometer spinning on people's roofs across the street. When I was seven, I saved up my money to buy a video camera so I could quote-unquote storm chase. You guys remember, you know, when Mrs. Mullen wrote the recommendation letter for me to go to weather camp. I've loved yeah. it ever since. I, I've always wanted to do weather. I was obsessed with tornadoes at age five, age six. Was there, was there like a, like, be honest, like, so I know I'm a little, so you know how, like, you've actually chased tornadoes? Yeah. Which is just the coolest thing in the world. Well, when it first happened, was there tears in your eyes? Because I think there'd be tears in my eyes. Like, like I'm actually doing this. Like, this is happening. How close was the movie Twister to it? <laughs> okay, so, so a couple of good questions there. Firstly, 
Twister was set <laughs> in 19... too much. <laughs> First, okay, so, so let's start with Twister. Twister was set back in 1969. There are a number of issues in the movie. For example, we're not suicidal. We don't try to drive into the tornadoes. Secondly, you can hear them in the first scene allude to the Fujita scale, which didn't come about until the mid-1970s. So the, the scene was, was wrong. Also, the tornadoes spin the wrong way. And so there, there are some factual errors, but overall, they did get a lot of stuff right, and it's a good movie. I'm, of course, looking for my Helen Hunt because... You know, but but anyway, so the first time I storm chased, <laughs> uh, first time I storm chased, <laughs> let's see, what's, it's tough because the first yeah, time I storm chased, I didn't really, that, that was like 2017, 2018, wasn't really a good year. 2019, I actually skipped my graduation. I flew down with a buddy of mine from school right after my last class. Like I was literally turning in my final paper for a class at MIT as I was on the flight to uh, Norman, Oklahoma. Got off the plane, you know, hopped, my, hopped in the car with my buddy. Uh, we drove up to Nebraska, and it was like a seven-hour drive. Next morning, I drove us to a field, and we parked there and waited. And by about 4 or 5 p.m., I was watching a beautiful tornado sweep on by. That's like fucking a fishing story, but for weather. That's fucking it next is. level. Like, you never have days when you pick the right field, and there's just you know, a tornado in there four hours late. Like, that never happens. So it was a, a damn good forecast, and our, I couldn't do that again if I tried. It was you know, just kind of luck of the draw. But Are tornadoes way harder to like get because like, just, it just like, do they kind of come more frantic than like a yeah, so, so good question. Like tornadoes are just... very finicky. So about four days out, I can say, hey, Oklahoma, Texas, Kansas, Nebraska, this whole big swath has a chance of severe weather on, let's say, Friday. Now, three days before, I can kind of say, okay, the northern part of this area, better risk. Two days before, I'll say, okay, Kansas, Nebraska, I'm going to focus on those areas. The day before, I might be able to say, okay, southwest Nebraska and northwest Kansas. So I'm kind of slowly zeroing in on the area. The morning of, I'll look at all the weather models, all the weather maps, upper air discussions, all that stuff, and I will drive to... Uh, the, kind of the, the general area. So within a couple counties, I think, has the best chance of seeing the winning storm. And remember, this whole area may see storms, but to get the tornado, you need to have the right structure. You need to have all these different things. Then by about 10, 11 a.m., I will obsessively start looking at surface weather model, weather maps. And I'll say, okay, the temperature in, let's say, Sioux Sank, Kansas is 81 degrees. Well, why is it 81 and why is it not 79? The wind in McCook, Nebraska, is out of the south-southwest rather than the southwest. Why is it like that? And you're looking for little triggering mechanisms, local boundaries that can help uh, figure out where that first storm will go up and where one storm might be more prone to rotate. And, and so you get in position. And then eventually by 3, 4, 5 in the afternoon, these storms start popping, and you have to make a decision. Which of these are you going to go after? You can only chase one. Once you get on a storm, you have to put yourself in the right position and keep in mind, the entire storm is actually you know, kind of trying to kill you. You have crazy lightning. You have rain like you can't believe. I've been battered by softball-sized hail a number of times, lost several windshields. I have a cage built around my truck now. And it, it, it's wild. And then, you know, and to get to the tornado, you oftentimes have to core punch, go through this softball-sized hail. And meanwhile, you're doing this on roads in the middle of nowhere, oftentimes with no cell phone reception. You can't see a thing because the rain is coming down so crazily. The roads are made out of clay, and it's just a, a wild experience, and I would not trade it for anything in the world. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Um, besides the whole tornado thing, which you're, like probably makes it worth going out there for you, but would you ever live out in those states, truthfully? like I feel like it would get 
just too like is like that boring, sto- miserable? Yeah, like is is that true? Like when you're so, out there, you're just so hyped because the weather that like it kind of great question. I love up. it up there. I, I I love this. The skies are so beautiful. The there's just nothing. The out sunset. There. Ooh. The sunsets are unbelievable too. But but there's nothing out there, which is part of the reason why I love it. You know, I, I live in a city now. I'm always doing something. I'm always busy with something, and I love the months of April and May every year because I go out there and it's just so chill. So I'd love to buy a second home out there. And have a place, I don't know, like Wichita, Texas, or Norman, Oklahoma, or, or even, you know, Grand Island, Nebraska. Just something in the middle of nowhere out there. And just have a place in a field where I can go. Uh, would I want to live out there full time? Probably not. I, I wouldn't want to raise kids there. Education is not great out there. The uh, the culture, you know, obviously folks are behind on the times. And I don't think that'd be great. I think what Matt's trying to say is they don't put salt on their chicken. <laughs> well, they're... <laughs> There are a few chicken no, short. There are a few chicken <laughs> short of dinner out there. I'll say. But- I, I want to add though, Jack. One thing I don't know if you agree, Matt, is that like we're so used to like being surrounded by trees and like mountains that, and it sounds like mundane. But just like driving through a field of nothing and just be able to stare at the window and just see like cornfields forever. It's kind of cool. Oh, yeah, until you like, hit a deer. Who isn't used to it? Yeah, but for somebody who isn't used to it, it's kind of cool just being like, holy shit, like, it's like an ocean. Oh, well, I love it. Like, I wait. will I will And then you can that. see the sun. And yeah. It's beautiful, the sky. Like, it is kind of cool. Like, I'd probably get bored of it quickly, but. <laughs> yeah, I don't see I the think, sky here. <laughs> no, it's different, though. Like, it's no, different. No, but, when you, but like, Aaron, can't see. You are see the spot, sun, Aaron, No, Aaron is spot on in that you can see things that you just can't really see anywhere else. And it's funny, because yeah, I brought folks out there. I brought, you know, my dad out there once. He hated it. He's like, there are no trees. I brought a couple friends from school out there, and some people like it, some people don't. I love it, and they have waffle houses out there, and I love oh, that place. We'll get there. We'll get there. And, and we'll everything get is deep fried, except they have so many casinos. I'm like, how how can you have more casinos than people? Like, the, what is it? The, the not the Riverwind, the the Kiowa Casino in Southwest Oklahoma. The county has a population of like 1,800. There's no one around in, in the middle of this cornfield near Burke Burnett, Texas. There's just this giant casino. Like that's awesome. It's all like Arizona is too. Yeah. We went through like the Navajo reservation. It was like more gas. There was more uh, casinos and gas stations. I'm like, who's coming this far out to go here? Oh, some of the gas stations have casinos in them. I know that's low key sick. It's yeah, kind of the freedom I want to see everywhere. We don't have freedom up here. We're I fucking- have a tornado related question. Could you outrun one? Like I know they don't move in a straight line. So I'm saying like you, you're in your little prairie house, and then um. You know it's coming. So, like, if you stay in the house, you're probably going to die. And I, like, understand that. But can you get in your car and get away in time? That is a really good question. And this is going to be kind of an extended answer. So, can you outrun one? The answer is oftentimes yes. However, do we recommend people do it? No. Because, like, for me, I know which way the tornado is going. I know what it's going to do. But here's the thing. Let's say, you know, any of you, there's a tornado coming. You have a few minutes to make a split-second decision. You get the tornado warning. You get, on average, 11 minutes advance notice. Now, if you do get this warning, if you're in the box where the tornado is, is possible, you can try to drive south. However, if you do so, you put yourself on the roads with many other people who are probably also trying to outrun it. You might encounter significant wind. You might encounter the softball-sized hail, lose your windshield, not be able to see anything. You might put yourself in a more dangerous spot in the path of the tornado. Tornado might change direction. And there's just so many different variables. So in order to outrun a tornado, we would need a storm that was isolated, that was taking a path that was you know, pretty well understood. We would need significant downwind warning, and there would have to be a low enough population density such that we could warn people 
without clogging the roads. Back on May 31st, 2013, for uh, yeah, 2013, there was a 2.6 mile wide tornado in El Reno, Oklahoma, biggest tornado on record had winds over 300 and was charging towards Oklahoma City. And one of the local meteorologists panicked. Like, he was on TV and he just flat out panicked. And he said to everyone, hey, drive south. And it created a bottleneck with thousands of people on the roadways. And if that tornado had not lifted before hitting Interstate 40, you would have had death toll likely over 300, 400 people. And so that's part of the reason why we, we know we can't tell people to outrun it. Those who are trained can, but like, you know, most people, let's be honest, they don't know north, south, east, west. Half the people hardly know left and right. People are very directionally challenged, and that's one of the big things. I we, mean, they only fucking out there, they drive fucking you straight. You get really <laughs> amped up about uh, the tornado so, warnings out there, I too, I have a right? lot of... I was, oh, go yeah, ahead. that's a very good point, but I was thinking, like, you're... <laughs> let's say... Let's... Oh, fuck just me. for, like, purpose of this question. Sure. You... Could you sprint, out, like, out-sprint a tornado if it's coming at you? It, it depends. He said 300 really miles an hour, Joe. No, no, really? he means the, the thing only moving. I know like the about thing tornadoes moving, not the is from spin. the movie Twister. Not the spinning part, like it moving. Like, <laughs> yes. how fast does a tornado move? Like, like how fast is like coming at yeah, you? Yeah, so, so forward like, speed. You can have form. tornadoes move anywhere between stationary and 70 miles per hour. So theoretically, if it's oh, going geez. slowly enough, you have enough warning, yeah, you definitely can. You would want to run at a right angle to its path and, and just drive or, 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 you know, run south. But there, there have been times, I'm trying to think, There, there's a place in, what is it called? It's west of Salina. Oh, there's a place in Bennington, Kansas, a place called Bennington, Kansas, middle of the state. And they've had like three or four really big tornadoes. But one of them was this big 200 mile an hour one that just kind of sat there. And it sat there for like an hour. And you could have outrun that, theoretically, if you tried. So once in a while, yes, but I, I don't highly recommend it because... You know, the tornado is also throwing stuff that's coming down. I actually wound up inside a tornado last year. It was a week one in EF1, but I, I got caught up in it in the middle of the night and had to had to pretty much hide on the side of the road and, and let it go right over me. And I got out of my truck and I ducked down and, and covered my head. Did you, did you pee your pants a little bit? Did you film it? I did. Video's up. Yeah, just, you did pee your pants? Oh, no, no, no. God, no. No, so what had happened was... <laughs> <laughs> what had happened, well, you're on the record now that you peed your pants, so... So, so what had happened? I, I wasn't overly concerned because it was actually interesting how it happened. I'd been chasing tornadoes that day. There were several supercells, rotating storms that merged off to my west. Ordinarily, when storms merge, they become a line, and that reduces the tornado risk. What had happened was, as these things merged, formed a line, the tornado risk temporarily went down, but then winds at the mid-levels of the atmosphere, the jet stream, sped up, and that helped these storms spin a little bit more. And so I was trying to drive to my hotel in Gainesville, Texas, and I saw these storms were to my west, and I had to change highways. And by highways, I mean like there's literally like two rows, a north-south road and an east-west road. I had to go through this intersection. It was about 20 miles ahead in the town of Bowie, Texas, and there were no other roads. Now, if I went straight, I could turn left, I could turn right in this town. I would be in the middle of nowhere, like out of this tiny town on the roads when these storms blew through. And I knew that in addition to tornadoes, they probably have widespread 80 mile an hour winds. It was nighttime, like 10 o'clock at night. I didn't want to be out there alone and I'd lose cell service. Or I could stay in buoy, let whatever the storm had blow right over me. There'd be other people around and I'd have cell service. So I chose that option. So I'm in buoy. Uh, I'm only getting sporadic radar coverage. The sirens are blaring. I know the storm's coming through. And I, you know, the, the, the rain is just coming down 
look at the phone, and there are three rotations, one to my south, one coming right at me, and one to my north. I'm like, well, I'm going to have to take my chances with one of these. I can't really, you know, can't really see shelter right now because there are three of these things. And I said, I'll just take my chances with the middle one and, and kind of hide out here in buoy. So rain comes, rain lightens up for a little bit, and I figure, okay, you know, this, this will be all right. But I had really bad radar coverage because I was so far from any radar that, you know, I, I didn't have much data. And all of a sudden, I start seeing, you know, the, and all the power in the town suddenly goes out. So the sirens go dead. I start seeing these bright flashes of blue and green from the ground, not from the air, which means about a mile away from me, something has to be going on that is causing transformers and causing electrical poles to break and cause power flashes. So I knew that there was either really strong wind or a tornado in the area. So I start driving north, and that's when all of a sudden, you know, the, the rain just starts pouring down again. And, like, you haven't seen rain like this before. And then leaves start falling from the sky, leaves and twigs and branches. And, and, you know, we've seen leaves in the wind before, but they don't come down from the sky. So I knew, okay, something's nearby, this isn't looking great. And with that, I can barely see a thing. The wind is picking up, and then the fog hits. And when the fog hit, I was going four miles an hour, I couldn't see a thing, and I actually bumped into a curb. Because even four miles an hour, I was out driving what I could see. And the fog happened because tornado nearby, low pressure. So I pull into a parking lot, and that's when the tornado hit. And we had winds about 100 miles an hour. So I pushed the door open. with It, it was hard getting the door open in the wind. I was worried that debris would hit my truck. So I ran over with my video camera recording, and I ducked down near a retaining wall uh, in, in a parking lot because winds were coming from the north. And it, it lasted about a minute and a half. The roar was intense, like, you know, freight train, just like everyone describes, and then it lightened up, and I went on with my business. Is that the All most right, scared wait. you've ever been with weather? I wasn't I, overly Wait, before concerned. we change, I, I want to, like, just to stay on the tornado topic. Um, so, Matt, I have a question. So, let's take, just for people to understand, there was a time where I was convinced that there was a Wave, a natural wave that happened. One thousand seven hundred nineteen. So, 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 in that world, so related to that, when I see something that says tornado, this is for stupid people like me, us, us stupid people. When somebody says there's a tornado, right, and it's like this tornado is like a mile, whatever, like a the size. What does that mean? Because to me, like, does that mean the fucking funnel was a fucking the circumference of the funnel was a mile? Like, I know it might sound really dumb. But no, like, it, I, what does that mean? You are, I, yeah, you for are, people who don't understand that, I want to know like what that means. When you yeah, say, you're, oh, you're spot on. So you can mile. have little baby naders that are only a couple feet wide or, or 30, 40 feet wide. And I've chased plenty of funnels. And they look like the beautiful yeah. high contrast funnels. And then other like, times... Cool, that looks have, like what a tornado looks like. When somebody thinks of a tornado. That, yeah, exactly. Like, you, you think of this Wizard of Oz type thing. So you can have that. Yeah. It might only be 30 feet wide. So or in reality, like a you can have... One, it's like a storm. Like that's just a giant fucking storm almost. Yeah, like sometimes the rotation, so you have the what's called the mesocyclone, the rotating part of the storm. Sometimes that thing just sits on the ground and becomes the tornado. And so you can have 200 mile an hour winds over two mile wide area, two miles from one side to another. So, so picture this just giant buzzsaw traveling along. For example, yeah. on, on April 12th last year, we had a two and a quarter mile wide tornado that plowed through Bassfield and Soso and Laurel, Mississippi. It caused nine deaths and had winds about 150, 160 miles an hour. And it was two miles wide. Like, just imagine a, 
a chainsaw two miles wide. It's crazy. It's like a mini storm, like a mini fucking hurricane, not hurricane, but something that's just sitting there. That's yeah. just crazy. And outside of it, it's calmer and inside that fucking... See, that's the thing, because I think like everybody who doesn't understand tornadoes pictures, like you said, the little Wizard of Odd fucking funnel. So I'm picturing just fucking a funnel that you have to like step out into space, you know, to see it and see this thing. In reality, it's just a funnel, but it's just so fucking huge. Yeah, sometimes you get the funnel. I've always even you know that because, like, I I remember like when I'd see that, I'm like googling 2.5 mile uh, tornado, like trying to see images of it i'm like this looks stupid because but in reality how are you going to take a picture of a 2.5 mile well you can <laughs> but usually those big ones are rain wraps so you might get a yeah, wedge tornado like it, yeah but sometimes it just looks like a curtain of rain coming at you i chased one yeah. in i was actually the first in the scene uh, right or one of the first in the scene right after it hit a, a big neighborhood just west of kansas city it was the strongest tornado of 2019 and i was watching it come in and it was just a curtain of rain and i knew that in there there was this massive rain wrapped tornado and trucks and cars were driving up there on the highway no clue what they're driving into I'm like what the heck people no you're driving into a tornado and because they don't you can't tell like if you see the flu's odd thing you're like that's a tornado yeah but to somebody who doesn't understand it might look like a yep our clouds and you're like just fucking whatever yeah I have one last tornado question that I've always thought about. Hey, tornadoes are my favorite. I mean, so I these love are, see, these questions. things that interest me with tornadoes, these two ones. Just, obviously, I think maybe like before I try to answer my own question, just like the odds are in the favor. But I always wonder why don't like major cities in those regions like why don't you hear like why isn't like Wichita just get fucking ran through or like why isn't Oklahoma City been like <laughs> just because the simple odds that they're just like it's so much space. And the odds are that it's not going to hit it? Or, like, is there a reason why, like... You know, okay, so, that, so that's a good question. Was, but like, that's destroyed. One, that's one of the biggest misconceptions that. with tornadoes. Nashville, yeah. Tennessee, they got a tornado on March 2nd last year. Oh, you're right. Fuck. That, you're yeah, right. killed five people. And then Cookville, 60 miles to the east, got an EF4 that killed 18 people. Oklahoma City has been hit a litany of times, close to about 140 times since 1950. in the Oklahoma City limits, of course, you know, the skyscrapers yeah, haven't been nothing. hit, but... Other areas That's what I'm picturing. Like, why haven't the skyscraper just been the fucking destroyed? But there's no skyscraper. Well, during the, I think it was the Dallas, or it might have been the Plano, Texas tornado in the 1930s, destroyed the Great Plains Life Building. So skyscrapers have taken a hit. Joplin, Missouri, May of 2011. Wichita's had tornadoes before. Huntsville, Alabama, April 27, 2011. Big time tornado went through. It was Springfield, Mass. Hit. You feel like that's a land. Yeah, remember? I, hey, I'm asking questions that I know are stupid, but I no these these are good questions. But Springfield, Mass, June first, two thousand eleven. You remember kidding. we went to Six Flags and we passed some of the damage on our way out there to in Agawam. Hey, if and, you and could so, do your thing, could you maybe get Dallas, Texas, to get destroyed? Maybe uh, Dallas has had to, Dallas actually had a tornado. I want I think, Dallas destroyed. Oh, I like Dallas, even though even though somebody there mugged me from my French fries. But yeah, uh, fuck that city. But uh, that city. so so Dallas got a tornado back. I think it was a uh, October <laughs> a year and a half ago, and and. You know, it went through around 9, 10 o'clock at night and carved EF2, EF3 damage. So, yeah, major cities can get hit. Even Salt Lake City got hit back in 1998. But then at the same time, there's so much empty space that most of the time it's just going through fucking... For the most part, yeah. What are the biggest issues, though? Everyone thinks of Oklahoma and Kansas as kind of tornado central. Your risk of being hit by a tornado and killed by a tornado way higher in Alabama and Mississippi and even Tennessee. Because Every time I hear about a tornado that kills people, it seems to be... In is there like an infrastructure reason for that or like what yeah, is the reasoning for that? You're exactly spot on, Cooper. So population density is higher. 
You have a more significant poverty in places like Alabama and Mississippi. You have mobile homes. But here's the thing. You go out to Oklahoma, the mobile homes are all in a mobile home, like, trailer neighborhood. And so there's probably a community shelter and people can go to it. Out in Alabama, you have people in the middle of the backwoods with a mobile home. They can't get to shelter. If they have 10 minutes warning, they can't drive 30 and minutes up the road. And, and so it's, it, it's very unfortunate that Alabama is just kind of set up. Too. Yeah. And, and, the trees, trees get ripped up, you know, odds are maybe. It's like, you know, it's corn's getting ripped up in Oklahoma, but yeah. I mean, I'm being stereotypical, but in Alabama... No, you're backwards. right. Terrain plays a big issue. People up. can't see it in Alabama and Mississippi until it's too late. And another issue, too, is that, you know, in, in Oklahoma, the storms probably move at like 25 to 40 miles an hour. They're usually faster in Alabama. Many more occur in the dead of night. Over a third of tornadoes in Alabama, close to 48, uh, 40% occur at night. You have uh, them moving more swiftly. You, you can't see them because of the storm structure. The clouds are lower to the ground. And Alabama's tornado season is about seven months long versus Oklahoma's. is right around two and a half months. So Alabama just really has it rough. Is uh, the reason for Alabama at night because like it's so humid and stuff during the day and then at night it like drops so much? Or what's yeah. the reasoning for that? No, you're, you're spot on. See, you guys are pretty that's good crazy. at this. That's, see, that's crazy. Because, like, I was just thinking, like, when do the thunderstorms normally happen, like, around here? And that's when it's, like, the it's like hot during the day and it yeah. gets cool right at night, like, off the ocean. And, like, yeah. It's, like, so, uh, yeah, but Can you talk about, because I like hearing tornadoes, let's talk about Tornado Alley. Yes. In England. Oh, wait, Tornado they Alley have, in, in have, England? You didn't know that? England has their own little tornado alley now. They do. In fact, if you average... I want to hear if you know anything about it. Of course I do. So in addition to the United States, Canada, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, uh, parts of... What's the other one? The Texas of fucking Canada. Pretty much. So so the prairie of Canada does get tornadoes. You can get tornadoes in every 50... Each of the 50 states has recorded tornadoes. You get them a lot too in Argentina, parts of Brazil... Bangladesh and India get tornadoes too. Uh, Australia gets some tornadoes. And then you also get a few in, in Europe. But the UK, now the UKs are normally weak. They're more kind of cold air funnels that form when you have cold upper level systems swinging through. But if you average the UK, their incidence of tornadoes is higher than the United States. Now the US, we don't really get them from the Rockies westward. So you got to trim out that part. And you know, the US is still number one spot. But the UK does get 30 to 50 per year, and they can get some significant ones. There was a pretty good outbreak with, I think, more than 100 tornadoes back in 1999. But it's... Thinking about the devastation, if if they had tornadoes like us, because there's like fucking 40 million of those people packed into that, the southern part of that country alone. Yeah. Imagine if those things were fucking actually like big tornadoes. Holy shit. Death toll would be insane. Oh like, yeah, like it'd be like there's so many people there. Well, that's the uh, <laughs> th- that that's a topic I wanted to ask about was um, if you're a climate change guy because if like you got to think like they're saying the risk of climate change and stuff is that like storms like that could be hitting places that don't normally get storms. If I'm not mistaken, so I'm wondering as as someone who has all these credentials and is I would say an expert, what is your, like? Do you think it's something that humans do actually cause or do you like think that it's just like a phenomenon that happens on like cycles on earth is what i think like real people like i'm not trying to get political with it but it's a very good question so 
The climate has always changed naturally to an extent. We have something called Milankovitch cycles, which are basically changes in the shape, changes in the teeter-totter of, of Earth's orbit, and, and all these different things that sometimes point us towards the sun, point us away from the sun. Sometimes we're close to the sun, sometimes we're not. Sunspots play a role, too. But those factors are all dwarfed in comparison to how quickly humans are irreversibly adding heat to the climate system. By pouring greenhouse gases into the atmosphere, we're just able to trap more heat. And one of the things that we have to remember is that positive feedback mechanisms are causing us to kind of nudge Earth to the point of it spiraling out of control. The Earth is kind of like, kind of like, you know, my little sister, for example, very temperamental. If it's in a good mood, it's tough to stay in a good mood, and you give it a nudge in either direction, and all of a sudden it goes off the rails. So Earth is in a stable state right now. You push it one way, it's going to be a hothouse Earth, where all of a sudden the ice caps melt, there's less white reflecting away, so we absorb more heat, we add more water vapor to the atmosphere, that traps more heat, and it's just this kind of endless cycle. And the same thing happens when we push it towards the snowball side. All of a sudden, you know, we start hurtling towards a snowball. We're hurtling towards a hothouse right now. Every degree Celsius the atmosphere increases, the air can hold 7% more water. Now, what's the biggest greenhouse gas? Water vapor. So suddenly, we've warmed up the atmosphere a bit. We're trapping more water in the air. That's trapping more heat. We keep nudging this in the wrong direction. We're losing the polar ice caps. The polar ice caps are responsible for, for reflecting light away. We can't do that as much anymore, so now more light's coming in. We warm up even more. So you see, this is a problem. Now, when we boil this down to hurricanes and tornadoes, let's talk hurricanes first. Hurricanes feed off warm, moist air. The warmer the oceans are, and the oceans are absorbing 80% of the CO2 and the greenhouse gases, the warmer the oceans are, the more we can brew these hurricanes, and the stronger they become. We're not seeing more hurricanes, but those that do form are becoming bigger, are becoming windier, are producing more rainfall, and have a propensity to rapidly intensify before moving ashore. So that's a problem. Now we turn to tornadoes. Tornadoes are a little bit more iffy. They require a something called wind shear, a change of wind speed and direction with height in the atmosphere. We actually think that will weaken a little bit, but the fact that we're seeing more warm, moist air could cause more thunderstorms. So I'd say tornadoes will remain mostly the same. That said, the threat of tornadoes is migrating eastwards and northwards in the United States, partially because of climate change. So for example, we've had six off the coast of Cape Cod in only the past couple of years, partly because water temperatures are increasing, so temperatures in the fall are increasing. So suddenly, places that didn't see them before are now getting into the, kind of that tornado environment. So I do think we'll see a northward shift in the areas that can see tornadoes thanks to climate change. But tornadoes as a whole are one thing that uh, are very tough to definitively link to climate change in a meaningful way. So now that it affects me is what you're saying. Yes. I should worry about it. Can, can you tell I've rehearsed that answer before? <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, no, that's, yeah, I'm it, probably going to take I believe you more than probably any other source. Well, that's the thing yeah, because I'm like sure. I remember and I'm not going to say who said this but um, I like mentioned how like I, I figured that's what you would say about it and they were like well he's too young it doesn't matter what he says I'm like alright. It was so definitely wrong. It was not actually. Oh, no. It was We don't know by the way. We don't know. This is a random Maybe it was Seems like that type. IOC. No, we don't him. <laughs> IOC. Cut. He's very worried that his presidential <laughs> campaign could be, go down. Yeah, he doesn't want to be a social. He thinks his fucking. Bro, God, bleep that out. I know you're muted still, but. But. Um. Yeah. I, no. Uh, no. It. But like that. Uh, 
I, I find that interesting. But um, anyway, <laughs> where um, in all your travels, because have you been to all seven continents? Or are you missing any? Like, what's the uh, Australia haven't been to yet, partly because they have mumbo spiders, and Antarctica, (laughs) partly because Delta Miles don't get you there. Oh, fuck. Uh, Hey, Matt, you also haven't been to the ice wall that surrounds the oceans. Oh, on the flat earth, yeah. The flat earth. I I actually heard about flat earth. I heard that Australians say, so you know, we're like, oh, they have fucking bugs and shit. I heard Australians are afraid of America because we have giant fucking mammals and shit. Oh, I heard Australians are afraid of America because we have guns. We have guns too. But like, okay, (laughs) what I need to tell these Australians is like the difference between your animals and ours is that a fucking giant mountain lion isn't going to be in my shoe in the morning. Yeah. Like, but you know what it is going to be? The fucking most dead. That's the thing I don't get. They're like, oh, you guys have fucking bears and tigers? It's like, yeah, a tiger isn't going to be in my shoe. You don't get it. We wiped those things out. Like, that's what's scary. Little bugs are scary. Little bugs are what makes it scary. Plus, like, it's if you poison to death, I, that hurts just as much as. I'd rather get to mauled death. to death than fucking. Yeah, I'd rather get mauled. To death. You know what? It's funny though. Eyes. I can chase tornadoes, and yet a spider will bring me to my knees. Uh, <laughs> I don't get it. There's a, there was a spider in here, and I I think I blew it out the window. But like, I I can't do spiders. They will make I, me cry. Matt, here's a question: If sure. you see a spider, yep, in your room, do you put a cup over it and just wait till it dies? No, you squish that shit. I no, I it. sometimes. And I heard somebody. I won't name any names, cup. but somebody puts a cup over the spider. And it dies. What? I guess <laughs> you keep saying you won't name names. I gotta guess who these people are. Yeah, because it's on the record, dude. Yeah, we can't. We can't record people. I can slam yeah, the idea. Can't people. Yeah, these we, people listen. They don't have consent. Yeah. I'm not gonna name any names. Huh. you're gonna have to play who's who or, or guess who. You can think about it. All right. And you can take educated guesses. We'll tell you after. <laughs> I think Matt's educated. I don't even know who this point, is. They all honest. point in one direction. I don't know either. <laughs> okay. I just don't know why. I don't let bugs go. I do. I'm very good at getting bugs. I'm very good at getting bugs. So I, I have a strategy. Them. I actually, I will take a rain gauge and put it in a graduated cylinder because who doesn't have those lying around the house? I fill it with yeah, about yeah. two inches oh, of water. Yes. So now I have like this two foot long tube with water in the bottom. And then I will hold it underneath the spider in the ceiling until it falls in, cover it with a business card, and then dump it out the window. See, I just kill them. I can't because then they they tell all their friends, and and then all their friends come and visit. It's like they send out some sort of thing on like spider parlor. I have wasp in my room. There's a hole somewhere. There's got to be. Where do you Um, live? What you got to do is you got to kill them, but you have to leave the body. I did and that before. Where you think the hole is. I did that before with one of those little centipedes when I was living in Atlanta. It was one of those centipedes, and I left a note and I said, "You know, other bugs beware." And then it, it was creepy. Like hey, I came back and there were two centipedes near the body, like they were mourning. It was creepy. That's fucked. You yeah. killed his mom or some shit, Capucci. Honestly, whoa, oh, <laughs> we, we want to talk about killing things. So yes. that, that's yes. a good way to start a conversation. <laughs> yeah, we actually do. So really this do. year. Or last year, I was driving through, I had a 600-mile storm chase where I didn't see a darn thing, and I was, you know those nights when you've driven 600 miles, it's been a long day, you're exhausted. Yes, of course. You, you, and, like, you're on the verge of tears because it's been just that emotion draining of a day. I'm lonely out there, too, because I didn't have my storm buddy with me. I, I was kind of sad. And, and then there's sad music on the radio, and, and all of a sudden, you know, I'm driving down the road, 75-mile-an-hour zone, and this... 
this raccoon out of the middle of nowhere comes out, and I can't slow down because it's 75. And it made this god-awful crunch noise under my right front. Oh, my God! (laughs) (laughs) For some reason, I thought... It made this, oh, 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 it gets better. It made this god-awful crunch noise to the point where the whole vehicle shuddered. And then now, like, and and I locked eyes with it like a second and a half before, and I was like, that looks like my dog. It's going to move. Thump. And so it was horrible. So now. I think probably had rabies. I feel probably, so you, bad. I like oh, oh, literally. Oh, wait, there's Fuck more. So now, like, no, I'm man. getting teary. I'm like, that looked like. You ate it. No. So now I'm still going 75. I'm like, that. that sucks. And with that, another raccoon out of nowhere comes and the front <laughs> left tire. <laughs> crunch. And so Dude, now. Cooper, so now Cooper and I were watching. Like, can we have a skit show and you can you bring it out to the scene? So, yeah. so now I'm crying and like I'm going to Wichita. <laughs> I'm going to Wichita. I'm crying. I look like an idiot. It's nine o'clock at night. I get to the Super Eight. I get to like the Wichita Motel Hair Care Tire Center and Airport. Like you know, twenty minutes later, I go to put my blinker on and the blinker doesn't work because this damn raccoon or the first one took out my blinker and then the other blinker didn't work so now I'm so this is why you have a cage this is why you have a cage man (laughs) now i'm using hand signals to get where i have to go and two days later i'm up in the dakotas and keep in mind this is a honda ridgeline it costs a lot of money to repair these blinkers because they have to take the bumper off so i'm getting you know making an appointment to get that fixed it's 11 o'clock at night i go to get on the highway i'm going 23 miles an hour and some deer jumps out in front of me. <laughs> and I hit this deer. But I was only going 23. Might as well put a plow in front Matt. of that. Matt, uh, okay, two things. Matt, oh, you there, missed there's an opportunity. More. There's more. Oh, there's more. Wait, wait, so wait, now, wait, wait, okay. Now this deer bounces off, and it does like this backwards cartwheel. I get out to, I park, I get out to yell at it, and it gets up and scurries <laughs> off. I'm like, who the hell taught you not to look both ways? I know you said that too. I know you said that too. There's nobody around for like 30 miles, and this damn deer has to jump out in front of me. So now, in addition, that same trip, I hit a a bunny rabbit, I hit a a, a snake. So now Peter's coming. (laughs) Peter is coming after me, telling me I I owe the state of Kansas in the U.S. So anyway, I bring that thing back to the East Coast. You missed an opportunity, Matt. Oh yeah, I bring this thing back. You could have been driving around like Davy Crockett. (laughs) <laughs> you should have the raccoon. Would you go crazy like Ben Stiller in Tropic Thunder? And he's got like the fucking raccoon on the top of his head. But Peta is literally protesting me right now. So uh, now I'm back in the East Coast. <laughs> I go to get this thing repaired. It goes in for uh, you know an inspection. I come back. I park it in my garage. I get out on the next day. The front end and the bumper are just hanging off, and there's a note in the windshield. <laughs> Sorry, I backed into you. I'm like it's parked. How fast were you going? I think you need to get a truck. It is a truck. It's a, truck. It's a, it's a ridge line. No, it's, it's my my dad finally upgraded from that to a bigger truck. So I would, I would be so Titan. So now this is the best story ever. The insurance says, because... "Oh, between that and the hill damage, it's totaled." So now I'm bickering with the insurance company to get Ridgey back. So I have to fly back to Boston in two weeks to get this damn truck back. This is the best story ever for Cooper and I, I don't think he maybe he doesn't realize yet, but today I was with Cooper and we were watching this video <laughs> of this guy playing Minecraft, right? And the whole time he was like, I'm going to kill another animal. I'm sorry. The guy in this video was just slaughtering animals. At the beginning. Matt, he was slaughtering animals. At the beginning, dude, he was like, I'm not going to kill anyone. You know what I mean? 
he's like, I'm dude, gonna like, slide if it I hit a pet, if I hit a pet, I'd feel like devastated. Dude, I'm gonna be real, dude. I saw I saw a fucking dog on the side of the road the other day, dude, on the highway in the morning, and I literally almost broke down, dude. Right, Matt, I have a question. So speaking of crying, things that made you cry. So I was kind of following you during the, um, the was it an eclipse or a solar or lunar eclipse, right? Chile? Solar eclipse in so Chile. that didn't work out, right? It didn't pan out. Everything that could And you seemed, wrong. and for me, you can say I was really proud us. of you, Matt. I was really following you and like uh, dead ass. I was like, wow, like he's handling this. Like, like That was during um, COVID too, right? Were you, were you internally like fucking pissed the fuck off? Like fuck this? Or are you like, you know what? I'm in Chile. I'm in a mountain. It's cool. Or like, were you really just like, everything that could Christ. go wrong did go wrong. So I spent like three. And how miserable, how miserable were I, you for real? Cause you, you, you play it well. I, I, I play it. I, I play it well. But internally, what was going on in your head? I want to so, hear. Because that was the first thing that went into my mind. It was like, what had happened where, where, where were you to go on that trip to begin with? I had to follow you all were the so excited for that. <laughs> submit <laughs> travel plans. I had to get a COVID test within 72 hours beforehand. So I paid 350 for that. I get down there. And as soon as I get to the airport, they're like, oh, by the way. $3.50. Huh? Or like, how much is three? What, 350 $350. COVID test. Oh. $350, like here in D.C. So I get everything to go down. I, I get down there, and I get there, and they say, oh, by the way, Santiago is now level four instead of level two, which means the whole city's shutting down, and I have to be out within five hours, or else I can't get out. So I have to cancel my trip to the desert, cancel my flight plans, grab you know, grab you know, my rental car a day early, and then I have to text my buddy who's down there and be like, hey, you know, meet me on the street corner of whatever. And have your bag ready. We got to go now. And, and this was a kid who I, I, you know, I'm friends with from school, but he doesn't speak any English. And, and so we were speaking Spanish the whole time. So we go down there and I plan to see. The, and so we have to go down a day early. So I don't get to go to the Atacama Desert. I was slated to see the meteor shower, but thanks to something called an atmospheric river, it was cloudy the whole time and it was pouring. And I didn't plan for like 50s. We got record rainfall and temps in the 50s while I was there. And we had this a log cabin. I, I was heating it with uh, wood from a stove the whole time. So I just had like a fire burning the whole time. And the, the one day the sun came out, I was like, finally, I can go for a jog. So through, you know, threw my outfit on for jogging, ran around town. I, I did like a mile and a half. And all of a sudden the clouds just open up and it's frigid, cold, like New Hampshire rain coming down. And I am soaked head to toe. And all the people in town, like I'm the only white person there for however many miles. And all the people were like, ah, gringo mojado, the whole time, which was kind of entertaining. <laughs> and then, so the next day is Eclipse Day. I've been planning for a long time. wasn't optimistic about the forecast. I look at all the models. I painstakingly do data. And they're closing down the roads, too, because of COVID, because of all these different things. So, and I have my press pass with me. So I get up at 3.30 in the morning, yell at my friend Jose to get in the car. We leave this Airbnb, and we drive for about probably three, four, five hours. We park on the side of the road for another five hours and it's cloudy. Last minute, it gets sunny. And I'm like, yes, we're going to see it. And then right before totality, this big cloud moved overhead. No one in Chile saw it. And I was like, damn, 2020. And then I had to drive seven or eight miles back. I mean, seven or eight hours back after being up for like 12 hours. So yes, I did cry. I had my sunglasses on. Nobody saw. Jose was asleep. <laughs> No one knew, but uh, yeah, I was I was getting pretty teary. And is that with your own money, or was that like a like a job that they paid you to go down there? To, oh no, that, that was just me. They they pay for hurricanes. They don't pay for any of my other excursions. I'm trying to convince them to send me out in the field. They more. Should dude. Like, you I know what I mean? I feel like who's doing that? Really like, going around them? Like I don't know. 
I'm not yeah, a weather I, person, obviously. What I will say is down the road, career-wise, I'm planning uh, hopefully to get myself into a spot where I'll be able to do more of that. Uh, that is something that I've had to kind of put off because of COVID. Uh, I, I do, I'm optimistic in the next hopefully year or two, uh, you'll see me doing more of that with whatever the future holds. That's sick. That's fucking crazy, because you've seen a lot of places. What would you say your favorite place that you've been to is? Like, weather phenomenon, or like just, like, and then just like for traveling, which was the best well, let's like, see. place? Oklahoma, I love for weather, obviously, but, you know, that's that. I love Chile. The people, uh, everything's nice. The food's cheap. The people are wonderful, and everyone there is good looking. And, uh, <laughs> it, <laughs> and I'm much more popular so got your there. Type, you're kind of narrowing down. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I, it gives me a confidence <laughs> boost. What? I, I, I love Chile. I mean, it's fucking Oklahoma. They're ugly. <laughs> Wait, are we not I talking about Chile? Oklahoma? Uh, where else? I like Vietnam a lot uh, because the alcohol is insanely cheap, and you can live there comfortably for like twenty dollars a day. I got uh, y- y- there. There's a place where you can buy beer for ten cents. I'd go out every night with my friends, and we'd spend like a dollar each, and or I assume it was a oh dollar. I don't really remember a lot of it, but uh, it was. Uh, it was quite fun. On that program, though, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll, it'll have to be off the record at some point, but the program was insane. But uh, I survived that program with white wine for $2 a bottle. And uh, it, it, was, it was something. Dude, see, Capucci, when we knew you really, like, well last time, you weren't someone who was, like, a drinker or anything. So that's, like, uh I don't anymore. An side it it was mainly, you know, my senior year of college and a little bit thereafter. But since COVID and, and since, you know, trying to be a little more professional, I haven't had a drink in quite a while. So, in college, were you someone who, like, went, like, we hear all these stories about the Ivy Leagues and all these crazy parties and stuff. Is this, is it, did it live up to expectations or no? Let's see. At the time, I was probably 20 pounds heavier, and I hadn't taken Accutane yet, so I had the self-confidence of a rodent. So I didn't really go out, which is kind of unfortunate. Plus, I was working 40 hours a week to save money for a future house and to, uh, and taking seven classes per semester. So I had negative time. So between that and having zero self-confidence at all, I, I didn't really, you know, I, I never went to any parties or anything like that. I had a, a close-knit circle of friends, and that's, you know, that's kind of my takeaway from the school. I felt that many of, and Harvard's great now, but many of the students there are so academically focused that they forget to have actual personalities, or they're so competitive uh. that they forget to let their guards down. And I was also turned off by the number of people who were incredibly privileged uh, to be there and didn't really recognize that. Like, there's just a number of folks who have never worked a day in their life or never saved a dime. And, and meanwhile, you know, some folks are uh, busting their butt to get in there. And don't get me wrong, there are a lot of folks who, who, you know, deserve to be there and work. But there are also a lot of folks who get in there because, you know, daddy pays a lot of money. And, and so that was you know, a couple things I, I grappled with, but, but otherwise, you know, I, I served my time. I'm glad I'm done. It, it gave me what I need and I gave it what it needed. And you know, here I am. So would you say like you took a lot from it or was a lot of your like growth, you'd say just on your own and like, or was class classes actually something that was effective? Cause at least me personally, I feel like a lot of the stuff I learned in classes wasn't really that useful. And it was like a, Decent waste of time with some stuff. That's just my takeaway. Oh, absolutely I mean, agree. I, like, I'm not, I'm not deriving the quasi-geostrophic vorticity potential equation here. Uh, I, I needed to know that to know under the hood. 
none of it is stuff I use in my daily life. Like I've never taken a public speaking class, never taken a forecasting class, never taken a video production class, nothing like that. And yet that's, that's all stuff that I do. So I'm not using anything in my day to day. It just gave me a piece of paper that says to folks, Hey, he's decent at learning. He's decently bright. Give him money. You're very you say it's right worth that. the money. That's exactly how I feel. With about the experience. It. I, I, I was going to actually yeah, go ahead first. Sorry. That was my question. Would you say like, was it worth the money for the experience? Like was What's it Harvard? living on campus at least fun or was it kind of like a shithole? Like every other college, like we hated our fucking food. Like none of the month, like the dorms sucked. Like I just feel like I, I, I'm interested to see if Harvard was like that from like your perspective. Cause I like, I picture it being old and gross. Harvard administration was and 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 still is phenomenal. They really take care of students, and and the dorms were amazing. I had a single sophomore, junior, senior year, which made the college experience much more uh, much more fun. I think, and it uh, <laughs> I, you lost my train of thought. Oh, the, yeah. food, the, food, the food was pretty good. And uh, no, overall, I, I think it was worth it. Uh, the area, you couldn't be like, I, I love Boston. I miss Boston a lot. I would never be able to afford that apartment now. Like, uh, you know, that dorm would probably be two or $3,000 now. I'm paying twenty one, twenty five a month for rent here. Yeah, that's literally me in where I lived. I was in the center of Boston. Like, oh, yeah. Sophomore year. Like, just the best location you will ever, I'll ever have in my life. I miss that. I, I really do. It was I, nice. I love where I am so now. Convenient. The issue I have with Alexandria, like Alexandria is great. There are just no young people. Like so, it also just DC seems in like general is a city. Straw. What do you it think about like it? A soulless city. DC in general. It seems like a, it seems yeah, like a soulless city to me. My stereotypes. I have now never. That. I've never been happier than when I've been in DC. Everybody here is educated. Everybody here is nice. Uh, when you get on an escalator, people know to walk left and stand yeah. right soulless there's no there's no grit there's no soul matt well i think there is soul i think the fact that like no <laughs> one from d no one in dc is from dc everyone's from somewhere else but everyone is there because like everyone here is a single young professional or is married and, and decently well to do and has been successful in their career and i i like that like everyone here is just you know, they're all sort of i want to say high achievers but like they, everyone here is really working at it and you just meet a lot of nice, smart people. It's a clean city. People are respectful. I feel way safer here than I did in Boston. And everyone on well, Twitter... Well, the crime rate is a lot worse in D.C., man. I just want to make that clear. Is it? Yes, D.C. is Probably a matters what part of D.C. Because yeah, Brooklyn's looking there, for, at law schools in D.C. There's parts of D.C. that you probably just aren't going to. That are yeah, well, yeah, I, 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 I mainly stay in the, the well-lit roads near Wawa. Oh, okay. Unless we have more to talk, I have a question. Yes. And it's related to... We had some topics set up, so you got so you've been around that, and this is for every single country you've ever been to. Yep. Top five. Top five. Rest, restaurants, convenience stores, whatever. Like name them. Like in the Wawa world, maybe you've been to a fucking awesome one in China. Obviously, Wawa Waffle House room up there. Your top five, like restaurants. Oh, that, that's a good question. Okay, so tonight I went to a medium rare with friends here in DC. Fucking always are there, dude. What? Oh, medium rare. Dude, your yeah, your Twitter is so funny. I always am fucking liking it because it's all, you're always like back again. <laughs> just like, Honestly, like fries four times I know Wawa's. I think Waffles or Wawa are going to be number one or two. But yeah, so I wonder I like if there's any cool rare, food you had in China food. or something. Uh, it's they serve one thing and that's steak and fries, and they have the secret sauce that like. If I could just take a shower in this secret sauce, I would because it's that amazing. Yeah. It's like the elixir of life. 
I love Sheets. It is a gas station that has become a convenience store. Uh, you can tell I'm a very sophisticated person. Like Sheets most. is in Pittsburgh. Uh, That's the Pittsburgh Sheets. one, right? Sheets, right? Yes. Yeah, Sheets is in Pittsburgh. Wawa is Philly, I believe, right? So yeah. So, a- but they're expanding. So Sheets, Sheets has like pizzas and all all this stuff, and and the food is like lower quality. But I'm also a low quality person, and my diet is low quality. So you ate Seven Eleven pizza in high school, Matt. We were, and, and, and I yeah, love and it. You'd like you'd budget it out like you do the like uh, IOC was talking about it earlier. How you would get the one polio slice, but then be like, I'm gonna get two Seven Eleven slices instead well, of that remember, second polio to, slice. We also have a Brazilian lady who was in love with you, and you got free. Yes, slice. Jana. Dude, she loved you. Dude. <laughs> well, here's the thing. What was her name? Every Jana. She's amazing. She offered me fifty dollars yeah. once to to help me travel, but uh, so yeah. What? It's funny. Everywhere I go, I get free food, and that, and it's always free pizza. Like there, uh, I discovered there was an issue nice. with Papa Gino's coupons, where you could. So if you text pizza two to four zero five one eight, you get a coupon for a free cheese pizza, and it lasts fifteen it minutes. Nice. But if you keep reordering within those fifteen minutes, you get as many pizzas as you can order in those fifteen minutes. So I used to do that all the time and just bring food to, to you know everyone in my family. After my grandfather's funeral. <laughs> He didn't need his phone anymore. So at the funeral, I was like, hey, let me see Papa's phone. And I texted Papa Gino's. <laughs> and I got the link his and memory. I got a bunch of pizza. So it was, it was what Matt, Papa was Matt, Matt, were you that person during free fucking slush fucking 7-Eleven day? You brought like a mini fucking pool to the fucking slushy machine at 7-Eleven. I don't like slushy. You're just fu- like but, but anyway, so there's also a pizza place here in D.C. that sent me a coupon code that hasn't expired, so I've used the same coupon code 123 times. Matt, what brings you? Because me, my moral compass, I'm not even a moral compass, say I use a coupon once, I wouldn't even attempt to use it again. What brings I, you? Like, right, let's you know, go for it. <laughs> let's go for round two. Let's I have a moral right. compass for most things, but not coupons. You want me to not use a coupon once? Then make it usable only make once. Not, but like, what, what did Take you like? Away. Were you with every coupon? Will you be like, all right, let's really see if it's not working? Or like, no. So this is a digital coupon. So apparently, if you open it in incognito mode, it it will just keep resetting and giving you a new coupon oh, code right, every time. Wait, so you just every pizza is seventy five percent off. I can't say where, but uh, I-, I can say I, I used to do I that. What's the uh, most disgusting food you've had uh, in your travels? Or do you, are you just eating whatever you are? are you what, going to like China? What is the worst food? Yeah, like what yeah. fucking pissed you off? Like how are you? How do these people eat? So I, you know, I, I don't. You want don't to have to be offensive. You don't want to like right, right. So so yeah, like lines, I, but... I love some of the food in China. Like the noodles are amazing, but there are also things I'm not accustomed to eating that I I don't want. To put in like or near my body, uh, including but not limited to frogs, uh, oh. eyeballs of any sort, liver, and, and all these different things. And every time I go people to China, here, I tell you them just named the most like not that bad things. Like I was expecting where you go frogs. Louisiana people eat frogs, frogs here. People eat frogs here. People eat liver here. I was expecting Louisiana, a lot China, worse. Same thing. Uh, <laughs> someone tried to give me alpaca once, which would have been fine, except it was like elderly stringy alpaca and i was like and it was cooked in some random place in the middle of like fields it's prime. i was like no uh vietnam it because it was so hot it, it, like all these little old ladies would be selling soup for 25 cents a bowl which is fine and well except they'd also be sweating and dripping mucus into the soup too <laughs> it's a great it's which, great get over like, it hey granny well, that must just fuck your shit up dude because i get fucked up from food here like that's like that's why I'm surprised I didn't I go to die. The wrong Taco in, Bell, and I'm done. Yeah, that's why I'm surprised I didn't die in Berlin, dude. When I played the kazoo off the fucking 
subway floor. Dude, I had a sausage in Berlin, and I got really sick. Dude, I know. You had to spend the fucking that? day with Kavanaugh, dude, because you were fucking... Got the kielbasa one. <laughs> oh, t- talk yeah. about what was it, the curry with a Lipitor and a stint. <laughs> <laughs> and the, people are always pissed off you there. Like, they, like, like don't ever fucking... Ho- like they just like throw the bags at you. <laughs> like, see, <so yeah. laughs> you want real food? Go to Waffle House or Wawa. I walk into a Waffle House, and here's the so thing: America has the best food. I, Waffle House is. Best I food. think America has the best food in the world so yeah, by far. I think we're Madison, but we have the best food in the world because we have everything, and we here's have the good thing. everything. In, in in a Waffle House, like in terms of looks, in general, I'm a five, maybe a six sometimes, but I'm I a five. say a seven. I say a seven. Well, well, thank you, Aaron. Much appreciated. But, but anyway, but if food, I man. go into a Waffle House at three in the morning, the mean shifts so far left that suddenly, with the curve, three standard deviations, I'm like a nine or a ten, and it gives me the confidence boost I need. They also have cheap food. They're open whenever. You can watch drunk people fight. It's it's like free entertainment, and, and you know they don't care who you show up with. They don't care what time you get there. It, it's the way church should be. The same way I think when I walk into a Planet Fitness. Oh, I see. I I've been going to the gym lately, but I always go at random times, like eleven eighteen p.m. because no one's in there. I why do they put mirrors on all four sides? If I wanted to know what I look like from that angle, that's why I'm at the gym. I don't need to see that I'm I'm fat from oh. this side and this angle. And you're obtuse from this angle. Look at you. From, I, I don't want to see that. I avoid the fucking mirror in the morning when I'm over there. I'm like, damn, dude, the fucking pumpkin heads this fall. They just did a number on me because my diet's like I've already lost ten pounds. Nice. Like, yeah, no, it's not that nice, Capucci. I'm fucking huge right now, dude. I've never been this big. Huge. Um, I'm not like I'm not super huge. I'm, I, I'm, but I'm, I get called fat by kids every single day. So my self confidence. What kids are you well, seeing? And who are these? Because kids? I work with kids, dude. I work with the wives. Just kick I, so them or I, sit I, on I, them or something. Like show. Yeah, I don't know. I'm. I'm not gonna say this on the record, but like, there's a few kids now, dude. That they're like. Fucking come up and try to like punch you and shit. That I give the little Heisman to. Fucking they fall, they fall, dude. That's poor. I mean, I'm sorry that they're mean to you, but every time I walk into the the gym, the, <laughs> there's a lot of shit going on, Capucci. They're just kids, so they don't know how to handle it. So I like to deal with it, but they need to stop putting de- mirrors up every time. I'm like mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the <laughs> fattest meteorologist of them all? It's horrible. Stop putting the mirrors up. See, you'll never be Al Roker, dude. When he was fat before he got the lipo and shit. I thought I want liposuction. I don't know how that works, but I want it. I think it'd be fun. Are you big like man? You're, you're, you're not a big person. Idea. What are you talking about, Matt? You're not fat. I, I was a year and a half ago, and I popped a button on live TV, and that's when I realized. That's when <laughs> I've I done embarrassing shit like that, Capucci, all the time, and I've just like, you just gotta take it in stride. <laughs> you know what I mean? National TV say, though, that's I don't different. Have pants, I don't have buttons. But I I, see what buttons. you need are pajama jeans. <laughs> I want a Snuggie. <laughs> oh my god, I remember in high school, this girl got me a Snuggie for like the fucking Spanish, uh, I won't name names. but she Name was... names! Put it in the chat, put it in the chat, put it okay. in the chat. Put okay, let me put it in the chat. You can, you can make your comments, man. Wait, uh, so I spelled it wrong. Remember her? Oh. Is that her? Yes. Remember her? She, well, she like, I got her nothing. Like $5 at Ducks. <laughs> She gets me a Snuggie. Prime Snuggie. This is the Prime when a Snuggie was cool. Yeah, I had a Doughboy one. That's a Pillsbury Doughboy one. That was like, that's how I roll. And, and, I like, and it was just you. like, it was so awkward because it was just like, <laughs> you spent like, these things were like $40 and you spent $40 on me. 
What was that for? Why would she buy you that? It was Spanish, like, um, like, what's the thing where you do, like, the Christmas swap thing? Yankee swap? Yeah, it was, like, a, sp- That's a like Spanish fuck class shit Yankee they should swap, have. and I was just, like, felt, like, awkward. I was just, like, I wasn't gonna spend more than $5 on you, so, like, why did you... Well, oh, Aaron, that was your allowance for a month. Bucks. 40 bucks. It literally, it literally was. 40 bucks for a Snuggie, dude. Yeah. They're not cheap, dude. dude. And no, this Downtown was back in the private like blanket. Well, Costco now has things called Cuddlies. You a Costco guy? Never been. I want to go. You go. You you would lo- you would fucking love Costco. Have you been to BJ's? No, BJ uh, yes. sucks. Shut up. Because no, Costco, no, 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 no. Costco, it's the similar. CEO threatened the uh, like other guy, the other like fucking I don't know what yeah, position the, he was about changing the hot dog, the hot dog price. Capucci would That's love not a big part of Costco. Yeah, it is. Love the food court at Costco. After buying to eat it at BJ's because the free samples are you know fifty cents. You can fill up in there. Costco's are better. Costco's are better, and you get the fucking dollar fifty hot dog and soda afterwards. Uh, I haven't done hot dogs in seventh grade when I found out what was in them, dude. It's a shit, Matt. Eat They're good. Shit. Don't eat hot dogs, dude. What are you doing? Hey, don't you talk you smack on shit about hot dogs. I love hot dogs. Like that's my vice. I'm a big hot fucking dogs. hot dog guy. Yeah, hot dogs are so hot good. Dog. Dude, no, all hot dogs. Dude, it's a fucking, fucking canum. Like the it's like a Fenway Frank, bro. Like that's what it is. I don't would not eat a Fenway. I went to a baseball game a few years ago at Fenway. My favorite character was the blimp flying overhead. It was the only one doing anything interesting. Baseball does suck. It does suck. All right, I'm not gonna get into. I'm not gonna get started with you guys, Kabuchi. We're fucking. I just wanted to see your reaction. (laughs) No, dude. Uh, I have a. I gotta send something in. Uh, I'm gonna ask real quick. Where is this, Matt? Can I ask if this is you, Matt? You can just open up Twitter real quick. Uh, let's see. It's sent in the link. Where'd you send it to? So just the chat. Just the, our uh, the Discord. <laughs> Is that you mad at this point? I, I've never done sweet tea. I'm not in the South, you know. You've well, never done sweet tea? Yeah, you're close enough to the South. What? You haven't done you're sweet in tea? Southern Connecticut yourself. <laughs> yeah, literally, like New York's the South to me. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, the nice part I'm is... I'm a Yank. I'm as Yankee as get fucking gets. Yeah, dude, I'm super Yankee. <laughs> I feel like I'd be good at being Southern. I like frying food. Matt, you kind of have a Southern twang sometimes, I'm not going to lie. I feel like really? anyone could be good at being Southern. No, you really don't. I just said that, but I almost can't convince myself you do now. I, I always were because I, I feel like I still have a touch of a Boston accent. I always try to get rid of it. Like, well, to get rid of it. It kind of... Yeah, Matt, you should be like, I'm from the okay. fucking dot kid. The weather guy. Like, I'm, the hear that, weather. I'm the weather guy. I'm, <laughs> you need- I'm the All fucking right, weather kid. But- to the forecast today. Temperatures in mid to upper 50. It's raining fucking sideways, guy. There's going to be a wicked storm coming. <laughs> you got to get the bread and milk. Dude, this storm. This what was that? Storm guy. Well, you nowadays, I, every it. time I get a telemarketer, I answer in a different accent. Yeah, you know those one eight. Those billboards, they have in the Deep South. It's like, call God now, one eight four four for truth Yeah, so I've like those, ev- yeah. evangelical people, like the guy, uh, wh- whoever the guy is who fucking uh, said, made sure you, even if during COVID, when people don't aren't getting money, to bring it down to church and uh, bring the tithings in. So that oh, way uh, he can... I, I uh, call that number well. all the time when I'm driving, you know, because I'll, I'll drive 16-hour days. I call that number all the time to keep me company. And I'll do a different character every time. Sometimes I'm Chuck with the truck from Tuscaloosa. Other times I'm, you know, you a serial killer. That's like serial killer stuff. People do. <laughs> you want to be my next victim, dude? Not really, serial killer. <laughs> no, that's also hilarious as fuck because, like, 
That's like almost I some Larry David shit. To, uh, oh, you, no, you want to want you know what I want what I did recently for Christmas. I think that Christmas cards are are the dumbest things ever. And, and it's something that only middle class white people do. And, and it's, it's his name though. Well, I, I don't get Christmas cards. Like we live in the 20 years ago, fine. Let's see what your kid looks like this year. But we live in the era of Facebook. Why are you sending me cards of your funny-looking children? I love your kids, but Facebook exists. We don't need that or a family newsletter. So this year, I staged my own little protest. I bought my own Christmas cards, but I downloaded a stock photo of some random family from the internet. And I turned that into a Christmas card, and I call it the Hubbard Schmidt family. And I did another one called the Sylvester's, and I just bought, you know, got this random (laughs) old-looking couple. And How so, much money do you have? Now, now here's <laughs> the thing. Here, here's the thing. I signed these all just vaguely enough that people might understand. So, like my, my neighbor, for example, he, you know, he's a hardcore MAGA person. So I, I signed it. You know, hey, you know, Scott, it, it was so great meeting you at the brewery. Can't wait to come down on New Year's Eve and see the kids. Love Mary <laughs> Louise Hubbard Schmidt. And I sent these, to, you know, I did this for all these different people and invited myself as these people. You know, the Hubbard Schmidt family is coming over on New Year's Eve. Now, I couldn't send it from D.C. because folks would know it was me. So while I was in Chile, I sent it to a friend up in New Hampshire and I told him to not mail them until I was down in Chile for four days. So he postmarked them from New Hampshire. I had fake return address labels on there and he mailed them all out while I'm in Chile. So no one knows it's me. All of a sudden, you know, all, all my neighbors, you know, all my relatives start getting things like, who the hell are these people coming over on New Year's Eve? My neighbor in Florida started buying food platters to, to host this family that he didn't know. So then, no wonder you, then, no wonder you fucking slaughtered all these animals with a road, dude. Carmen's coming back around at you. There's this you app called the There's this app called Text Now, <laughs> where you can download a phone number from any any area code. So I downloaded a New Hampshire area code number, and I texted all these people like 8 p.m. on New Year's Eve. Hey, it's Mary Louise Hubbard Schmidt. We're about three hours away. We're gonna get there around oh, 11 o'clock. Schmidt. Let us know if you need us to pick anything up. And for some relatives who are a little bit more obstinate, I text things like, by the way, Dale is now going vegan and gluten-free, so if you can cook up some soy, do it. You My- tell them at the end of the day that it's you? No! These people are losing their minds. I still care <laughs> about this. <laughs> have you, have you, I, don't know if you're, I don't know if your Twitter old saw this, but like, there's like a famous like Twitter thing <laughs> where, where this guy... So some guy's grandma texted this black dude like, hey, "Oh, like, I saw that! I saw that!" Yeah, and like every year, every year they go like he now every year he goes to Thanksgiving dinner with this lady who acts white grandma who actually texts him. That's really you, Matt. Except for you, this isn't wholesome. This is just deranged. <laughs> I'm, these are all people who these are all people who I I owe some friends to. But now I still. Like, I, I'm planning a Valentine's Day text. Hey, it's Mary Louise Hubbard Schmidt. You Thinking love the Schmidt? You. Hope we can meet up soon. Matt thinks Schmidt. Big Matt mistakes Schmidt. the myth. Matt thinks Schmidt is the most common last name, not Smith. He's like, Schmidt. No, I, I want to make it a hyphenated name it's just to be a little extra. This is why I'm paranoid as fuck, dude. I think people, all these people are doing shit like this. Like, or, ever. For, for my grandparents, for example. Fucking R, his name's Matt. My, my grandparents... They were waiting for this older couple, this the Sylvester's, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Richard and Darlene Sylvester <laughs> to come down for New Year's Eve. <laughs> they probably think they have dementia or some shit. Why well, the they're not there yet. <laughs> but, but anyway. Of so, all people on medicine, they don't need to be on. 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna text him again soon. Like, hey, you know, want to meet at the casino soon? It's been a while. Love it's coming up. You got you got Easter, Mark, Matt. You got muddy, Easter. You get it, Matt. You got Easter hams ready to fucking <laughs> talk about. I I like to oh you know God. keep things interesting. I I live alone at this point. I need some entertainment. You, you always used to text me from different numbers. I feel like, and I'm like, who the fuck is this? Every single time, and I always feel bad because I never save numbers. I'm so bad at it. So like, you know what's I, funny? I'm the only one that has your. I, I know your phone number ends in something like that because thanks for putting that on there. I, I, didn't, I didn't get the first. <laughs> I didn't get the first digits, but here's the thing. Broke up. Bleep that, please. Ever since you punched me in the face, I never put your contact in my phone. Everybody else had a contact. You've never been a contact. That's funny. Which sounds horrible. Not for any no. reason, just because I memorized your number unintentionally, and then I was like, you know, I'll just keep his number. Yeah, uh, see, I feel like you've texted me a couple times, but I never have numbers. Yeah, you never respond to me. Joey doesn't respond to a you lot of to, people. He's to, like one no, of those you need people. You need to message me on it. like a social media or something, because I don't know numbers. Are you uh, on Twitter or Facebook? Uh, both those things. Where, yeah. where should Richard Hubbard Schmidt reach out? Yeah, he's gonna get some letters too. <laughs> I was to the point where I was gonna make a fake Facebook profile just to mess with my grandparents. I won't do that though. Dude, you know that right, they, you, they you all need think either an Xbox or, you know that, right? like, <laughs> or, or a girlfriend who plays Xbox. Preferably. Uh, unfortunately, pandemic is slowing things down a little bit in that department. Bro, if we start writing a show, yeah. can you just tell us like the shit you do, and can we make like a character about it? Because that's fucking that's hilarious Probably, shit. I, it, you know what's really funny? We'll is, give you a cut. I get a bunch of weird, I get a lot of Twitter solicitations from random people. And many, like, I got a lady uh, about a year and a half ago who wrote me a four-page manifesto to my email. I have no clue where she got my personal email. But she wanted me to move down to Florida and marry her daughter, who was still in a relationship. But she said, oh, I can break them up. You'd be a perfect son-in-law. Like, thank you. But this, like, like, deranged lady from Florida. And, and so, how long till you take people up on those offers? Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. I occasionally get offers so for free cool. food, and I try to take those ones. Did you, you send that? You're you going to take it one day, Matt. You are legitimately going to find like a, and this isn't like you're going to find. You're going to take it so far. You're going to find like a 98 year old fucking millionaire woman, marry her for her. The like old ladies love you months, on Twitter for like three months, Matt. You're going to be married to like a 98 year old multimillionaire for three months. Get like half of her fucking net worth on her her will, and you're just gonna fucking bag out. You're gonna oh, do that one day, Matt. No, I, I would never. You know, I your first I, marriage I, will be an old lady. I don't want money. I genuinely just you're gonna make a million dollars. I don't want money. I just genuinely want friends. Awesome. It's gonna be awesome, Matt. You, you know, one of my best it. friends. She was 96 years old. She and very well to do. She died uh, last year, and you know what she willed me? The thing that I wanted more than anything. A, a drum that she had. She had this this big drum that she bought. I don't know where, somewhere in the like 1950s, 1960s. And she willed it to me. And, and they're shipping it up this week. But uh, yeah, that, that's all I want from people. Just a nice memory. A drum. Well, like a million dollars. I don't want money. Hey, that's why I don't play the lottery. If I get money, I want it because I earned it. Or because I invested in Hey, Matt, you, yeah, you know how I earned my money? Investing in Dogecoin. Get with I tried, but I, I can't figure out how to do it online. I'm not super tech savvy. We'll There's no you way you're not tech savvy. Yeah, next time, I'll give you a heads up. Yeah, we we actually had the hot scoop on the last thing. We we lost out on making a decent amount of money. But I'm whatever. up 104 yeah, yeah. percent over last year in my portfolio. I, I had put 
7,800 in E-Trade. I did mostly oh, like, you. You know, airlines and stuff like that. But I, I, I had made a series of silly errors, and I could have been up about 180%. But uh, it's my so first time trying to put it in airlines? Now. No, you don't, Matt. I know you don't smoke pot, but invest in pot. Oh, I, I've tried. I'm planning to soon because I know there's a chance. Because Biden and invest, invest when Biden legalizes it eventually, invest in distribution. Whoever Not even that. It. Invest in the like hydroponic technology and the yeah. solar. Yeah. Whoever is like up I'm top. Invest in the uh, the people that sell the equipment to the people making it. But, no, but and the people so who do it like are who are clearly the best at it right now because they're clearly going to just jump to the top. I love how involved Pro Cup's been today. By the way. Well, he doesn't. There's been no reason for me to talk. It has I think, been. Oh, wait. Well, it's kind of rude because this, this is our dear friend from high school. Okay, okay well, exactly. I also think it's this is a great episode. It sounds guys. like Prokop's being a good producer. It sounds like he's being a pretty good producer. Well, he doesn't want to be so. my friend? I'm, I'm, I'm staying here in case you guys need me. I went away a couple times because it was going so well. You've been smoking pot, Prokop? been a free. Yeah. Well, it's hitting dabbies. Matt, have you read a dab? Be honest. I, we can bleep this. But. What is a dab? Oh, right. uh, big... It's when you bend your elbow and you tuck your head into said elbow. And <laughs> Isn't that... That's a dance thing, like right? Almost like you're sneezing. All the kids these days are doing that on TikTok. Oh, do you have a TikTok? All right, Matt. I, I you should made a TikTok one. about it. You should make a TikTok. I think you could... I, I've, I've had one. No, one, no one likes my... Apparently, people don't go on there for rigorous scientific explanations. They go on okay. there for... What's your what's your thing? We'll get you like we'll get you like ten followers right now. What's your what's your TikTok? What do you think it is? It's Matthew Capucci. Go to Matthew Capucci on TikTok. I'm sure you'll have some great content. You should just tell more stories about. You should like start off talking about the weather, but like you should have some like deranged character that sends weird letters to people to make them think. I'll be like, here's a time I was kidnapped in China. Killing animals. <laughs> Matt, you're gonna be like, here's the time I got kidnapped in China, and then you're gonna call from fucking China and be like, that didn't happen, right? I don't know. Right? It, it, it did happen. Right? right? Oh. Well, you're not welcome back. Wait, Matt, if you want to go back to China, I suggest we don't talk about it. No, I can go back anytime. No, I, I didn't get kidnapped. Uh, by no, no. Go- what? He gets a standing ovation when he comes in off the plane. <laughs> China loves me. Well, you super Winnie spread the. the greets him. Right. Sound like fucking Trump right now. China, they love me. I go to China and they love me. They think I'm the best. They love me so much. (laughs) So what I want to talk about is this uh, cult following you've kind of accumulated on Twitter. You seem to also have a thing for um, weird shit under your Twitter. There's some very horny people. people. I follow your Twitter. There's some dudes who like are horny, Matt. I know maybe we can bleep this, but I'm like, I'll go on your tweets, Matt. I'm just like, I was just talking about the people that like feel the need to like comment stuff on you. So. Not, like today, like I made that, a cherry but... pie. Like blah blah blah. It's like shut the fuck up, lady. <laughs> yeah. So, so I think be- so. I I genuinely love my audience, and these people have been incredibly nice. Like I can't tell you how many offers. Like I'm down, you know, dealing with the hurricane in the Gulf. These people will write and ask me if I need food, water, if they want me to, you know, do I want a coffee? They'll drive down to me, or you know, or I had a flight issue once, and I can't tell you how many people offered to put me up for a night or get me dinner or or all this stuff. One person even offered, you know, so oh, I, I have a, a gift card with. No, Southwest Airlines will take care of you. Just people have been so incredibly nice. And I think it's because on Twitter, like, I'm an idiot in real life. Yes, like, I, I'm verified and have a good job on Twitter. But, like, I'm not going to be 
professional all the time, I'm going to be idiot little me. And if idiot little me is a wah wah, I'm going to talk about it. I can be both professional and an actual person. I don't think many people are that. I think in the process, because folks get to know me so well, they assume that it's a two-way street and I know them. And I'm like, I, I don't know you. I, I love that you're making a cherry pie and I'm enthusiastic about it. And I hope it goes well, but uh, I don't know you. Which I, I, yeah, I, I love I the interaction. You're definitely like you don't – your decisions maybe aren't necessarily meant – like you're not – Every decision you make isn't just calculated decision towards like a career path. Like you're, you're like you said, which I respect. You're just being which mad. I respect yeah, which I respect like heavy. Like you're clearly doing this shit because you just fucking love it and you don't like you care. Well, well, truth be told, like, about every, it, but like you're not just making every decision like, oh fuck, I can't do this because like, uh oh, it might not be the best. Like you just you're just doing you. You're literally just being you. To to an extent, uh, every obviously you're, you're smart, smart about it. Like, you're not gonna be an idiot. Well, well, every tweet, like everything I do, like right now, I have a five-year plan. I have a ten-year plan. I have a million different things going on behind the scenes for for long after I'm, you know, at, at whatever employer, you know, I'm at. So, uh, everything I do is calculated, and I always try to have, you know, eggs in different baskets. But tweets, like I'll schedule tweets months in advance for either anniversaries of different events or engagement. Like every night between eight and nine p.m., I'll try to tweet. One thing that is organic and funny and just random that has nothing to do with weather to boost engagement and to, you know, show that personality size. So, like, tonight I, I tweeted something silly about, like, Venus flytraps. I don't know. And it's just something that, that bolsters engagement. But, yes, I, I do get a lot of uh, interesting people who write in and, and some who, who are uh, overly personal, I think is a good word. I think you judge my tweet. You had to put, that. like, a restraining order on anybody or anything like that? There was a sex offender who wrote in uh, oh. about two weeks ago, Please. and uh, I, I had to you know, block him, of course. But uh, otherwise, no, most folks are, are pretty good. Did the sex you, offender uh, do a sex crime to you, dude? Is that why he blocked them or what? Oh, oh no. Like, he, he molested a 14-year-old girl who was in prison for Holy seven fuck. years. Oh, shit. Man, why I would think he you tell you some, that? You, you seem to find my Twitter. Uh, what's your favorite tweet of mine, Matt? <laughs> oh, wait, what is your... I, I've been there you before. You wouldn't DM me tweets randomly sometimes. I'm like, how did you I, find I, me? I for a while. You're, you're what? Need a sock. We don't need, we don't need to talk about need, it. Need a sock. You should definitely DM Who me. Who is that picture? Sometimes, Matt, I'm like, I'm like so, where do you... I'm like, Matt, where did you find this? I'm like, this is... Also, is the, is the Capital Weather Gang, is that you or is that like a work account? Like, what is My that? Because I also follow that. that. So, so Capital Weather Gang is the Washington Post's weather department, uh, started by my boss, Jason, who is just brilliant at all things marketing. He started that as a blog about 10 or 12 years ago and has amassed just an amazing following. And, it, and he, he's like just a mastermind at branding, at growing audience, and he's a phenomenal meteorologist too. So I, I started working a freelance for him back in I think my freshman or sophomore year, and he, he, he's just he's brilliant, like amazing. And you know what's nice is, is too, that, like, I, I long to be doing TV. That, that's no secret. They know it. I know it. Uh, the Post it knows that they're trying to get me doing more video and on-camera stuff. But one thing that I, I'm cognizant of is that, like, I can't talk about frontogenesis or geostrophy on TV. And I couldn't anywhere else, but Jason will let me. Uh, and his, his rule is pretty much, like, if you can define it, if you can make it something people can understand, talk about it. And I think that's what sets the Capital Weather Gang apart from anyone else is that they're not afraid to get nerdy in the data, talk technical, and, and you know make it also soft-serve and accessible for people. And I think that's a strong suit. So I, I, I do like 
you know, I, I have nothing but positive things to say about the post. They really take care of their people. Every boss of mine from middle management all the way up to the top is superb. And even though I don't love what I'm doing, the, the people who I work with and just the company in general is second to none. Except they still won't give me a window seat. That. What, they won't give you a fucking window seat? No, I'm like, why am I in... Why is that building office, all windows? Oh I've been to the office since a year, but... Uh, for, s- <laughs> since about a year ago, but... I'm like, well, why are the meteorologists towards the middle of the building? I, I would say I would want them to see the weather going on, but... Again, I'm not an expert. I mean, whoever's running there is probably a, a, a better business mind than me. Alright, I've been drinking a bit. I got a question, Matt. Yes. You ever been, like, on set? Of... Of like anything that you're about to do, like record, right? And you're with other people. Oh, like news? Ever, yeah, like news, weather, whatever. Yeah. There's anything where you're just doing something with somebody and there's somebody else involved. And somebody yeah, like, just fucking smelled so fucking bad and you just were trying to hold it in the whole time. That is a good question. I'm trying to think. <laughs> like somebody just smell like shit and you're just like trying to do like a live. <laughs> I met my bit. sophomore. Or my <laughs> and, you're just like, well, and you're just sitting yeah. there like. Fucking dude, like you're doing a conversation, and a dude next to you, and he literally smells like fucking roadkill. Not really, because with the these are the questions people want to hear. With the pandemic, no. But here's a funny thing: whenever I do weather weather hits live from my apartment, it's funny because it goes like everywhere in Canada, or or I'll do like even BBC World News from here, and BBC is a pretty you know pretty good size station, and and yet never heard of it. I don't wear long pants. I'll wear a suit jacket, tie all that stuff. I'll, I'll have makeup on on the whole nine yards. I'll be in, in, you know, gym shorts or even occasionally sometimes boxers and just regular flip flops and whatnot. Because I'm like, they can't see me from the waist down. And why am I going to iron a, you know, iron suit pants? What you're saying is you're just fucking smelling like shit on. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying like people have no idea what's happening outside their little box, which is funny. I've done a couple of interviews like that. It's fucking. Yeah, free balling. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> free underneath the fucking. Definitely, the pandemic has allowed us to free ball more often. <laughs> so, do you have? So, when I think of weather, I immediately think of you. But do you have any like inspirations or like like people? That was my question. You guys just. I prepare sometimes, Capucci. Just letting you know. Any inspirations? Question. <laughs> do you have like? Do you have like someone that you uh, who's your role model? Let's say. Mm, yes and no. I I want to do what Anthony Bourdain did, but I'd like to do it from a weather natural science standpoint. Take people around the world, show them amazing things they otherwise wouldn't get to see, but also hopefully realize in the process that the world is a lot smaller than we think. That people are inherently good. That everybody shares the same values. And I want to make it more about the journey of getting there and who is coming along for the ride. I think so many folks don't know what's going on beyond the four walls of their apartment or their home. And I'd love to to teach them a little bit about the world around them, but also introduce them to new cultures. So that that's something that uh, I'd love to hopefully have an opportunity to do down the road. Hopefully in the not-too-distant future, once I get old and I wrinkle, people won't want me anymore. So hopefully in the next seven years I can do that. Poor Dane was wrinkled as fuck, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he had like that cool grandfatherly thing going on. I need to. I, f- I feel like I feel like when you're talking about like science and shit, you like almost want to be like a little older. 
then people are like this guy's been somewhere where like i it's amazing like how like well versed you are for i because like it's making me feel like a freaking idiot because i still say like and shit all the time but yeah dude it's fucking not i i could dude that's fuck would be a crazy thing i think because like that's a really niche thing no one's ever done that you know what i mean and i would watch that show well thanks that's yeah. uh oh, yeah. i'm hoping I to get it I, I pitched it to a few ne- and and bleep this part I, I pitched it to a few networks uh, so off the record i had thank you for listening to the cooped up conversations podcast this section of the podcast has been stricken from the record And all of a sudden, COVID froze hiring, and we just said to put everything, you know, post-pandemic. And so my agent is reaching out to them again soon. Uh, I, I'm not, uh, I, I have no idea what to expect now, because COVID has completely, like, screwed everything up, and, and politics, too. So I have no clue what to expect, but uh, hopefully that gets some traction, that and the, the book that I'm working on. So we shall see. Dude, damn. Okay, speaking of book, can we unbeep? Plugs? This is where we have to unbeep. I have a question for you, and I want you on the record to be honest with us, because if you're lying to us, dude, I'll be a little bit offended now. Back in high school, there was a mistake made on a, a, a particular yearbook that I said Sturgis Charter p- Pubic School, and nothing gets by you, as you can tell. If you've been listening to this podcast, you don't know Matt. He's very clearly very well organized, and he clearly goes over things. To let something like that slip to the editorial cracks, did the printers take blame for this? Who took blame for this? Because the teacher cried over this, Matthew. If you made it, a it was cry. fully my fault. But uh, yeah. true, like I, it was in the PDF version. Uh, autocorrect didn't catch it because pubic is a word, and I genuinely didn't notice. And there have been a number of bad typos I've made since. Uh, not in the post, fortunately, because we have editors. Although, uh, a couple weeks ago, I was texting... Oh, no, I texted my boss once. And this was a while ago, and I was like, you know, if I'm working the weekends, I would like to be paid more. But instead, autocorrect changed... I, I don't know what I typed or what, how, but it sent as, if I'm working weekends, I would like to be laid more. And oh my god! No, uh, yeah. So, so you can see occasionally things do, uh, you know, make it through the cracks that I miss. There's another one where I, I texted my friend, uh, "Have you seen my aggressive poem?" Because this was when I was on study abroad. I wrote a really passive aggressive poem about the the people, but autocorrected to, "Have you seen my aggressive porn?" And my friend oh, was no, like, no. "No, I haven't, and I don't want to." So occasionally I do make typos. Dude. Even I have never done that. <laughs> so, you t- so you're taking blame. It wasn't on purpose. It wasn't a prank. If that no, was hey, the senior hey, prank, hey, that would be a good senior prank. You could have lied to us right now, Matt. Could have. No, we can, I, I we can lie. fix it. We can fix it. You want to lie? I, to still, small spo- a still a small, a small part of me believes that Matt. Hey, people still don't believe purpose. that Spirit Week was legitimate. No, you bullshitted that too. I remember that being a huge deal. I think that's even in my tweets. If I go what, go all the way back, I just think I think it's above you. I thought it was above your position that there was maybe it, some. It was no, so. Mrs. Yalden was very much, you know, very much about fairness. And even mind, like I had a spreadsheet, I, I did everything out, and it just boiled down to the fact that you know, if we had had you two students the in one grade, 
No, we didn't fudge the numbers. It, it was well established ahead of time. Winner gets a hundred. You rigged the election. You brought in ballots so after the fact in suitcases and sent the poll counters out of the building. You yeah, rigged so this. Building, you, you stole it, Capucci. <laughs> we <laughs> lost Spirit, Spirit Week, Week our junior year to the seniors, we and we got it stolen. Russia sending in the fake ballots to the seniors Week. always win. We know that juniors. We, so know, we know that Spirit Week is is for the juniors, but the seniors should have won. We we know it's rigged. <laughs> it was rigged. You stole it from right under me. I'll go on TV with hair dye that leaks down my face saying that we have evidence when we clearly don't. We all know Cooper Giuliani. He knows. He knows. <laughs> He's got to tell the real truth. When that truth comes out, believe me, you're all going to know what the pubic school did to people. <laughs> the pubic school did to people. Dude. Oh, I still... If you're going to go with that, you really have to be like, oh, I meant the pubic school. That's what I meant. It is a pubic school. You don't, you don't. Well, teacher cried. Despite the constant negative, Chloe uh, rose there to cry and confefe. (laughs) Confefe. We didn't have a big budget either. Like, you know, once those are printed, that's all you get. Supposed to be the fucking treasurer. I was supposed to be. I was supposed to be the treasurer every goddamn year, and they fucking stole that shit from me. You did win that one. They can't take that. I literally won. But they're like, this is a joke. Take that name out too. Yeah, don't say her name. But I ran as treasurer. We made a Twitter. We did. We pushed it. We went around to all the grades and are like, you are voting for Aaron. For well, everybody, like, not to be a dick, but I'm pretty sure I was more like than her. Like, it was just easy for me. Like, it wasn't but, hard. Like, you didn't run. That was why they were you pissed. Also, <laughs> the first you year, you had, almost like, won. really one reason. <laughs> There's one reason why people. What is it, Joey? Say it. Say it. Say it. Say the reason right now. Oh my say god. It. Say it. Say it. Dude, that was the only slogan you had. You can check the Twitter right now. Oh, the Twitter, yeah, the, so Twitter's, Twitter. the Twitter's pretty damning. Oh, it's pretty damning, yeah. Oh, Matt, do you remember? Do you remember that video we made, Matt? Do you remember the videos we would make for um? And we, you were you there for that, Matt? We made videos, and we had I forget what to do with, but we had we made some film. Yes, and you were involved, was, you and, and we played it in wrong. front of the entire the entire school in morning, like the morning, like whatever it's called, like all watched it. <laughs> it was like Cooper, I, Miguel, and like you. It, it was <laughs> health tips, and Cooper yeah. was eating donuts. <laughs> eating and yes. you and <laughs> were were in at Seven Eleven, right? Freezer at Seven like Eleven, and, and thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, Candace at Seven Eleven and I were we go way back, and, and she helped out, but uh, Barrasso. Had a field day with that. Anything to get me out of class. That was the funny. Like that, the, the whole school was. <laughs> what? What? What would even? I remember just embarrassing myself eating donuts or something. But I do that all the time. Let me see if I can find that video. I think I have it somewhere. I used to have. I just discovered you in my Google Drive like two weeks ago. Not to sound creepy, but like. No, I agree. Like going through, sometimes you like forget about your Google Drive, and then you remember. Like I used that to go way in high school. Dude. Like yeah, there's so much stuff back. on there. There's so much on that. The same Google Drive I used in college. Like, I would say use folders, but it's all there. It's yeah, all no. there. I mean, a what? Hey, speak nicely to Savannah. Hi, Savannah. It's Sabrina, and it's my cat, and she just wants dinner, but she has food in her bowl still. But she's no. My Brooklyn's at work. Hey, Brokop. What's up? Do you have anything to bring up about Antarctica? Well, yeah. So, Coop, can we uh, get there? Matt, or did he? Did he want um, to do it? Yeah. Yeah. Cooper brought up 
that you've gone to all seven continents? I thought he did. He did not. I made myself look like an asshole. So, I don't know if if you're a fan of Antarctica and because we <laughs> if you're a fan, before, yeah, you know, and hey, it's a cool freaking continent. No one's there except penguins. What? What's going on? Government bases. Hey, I found okay. the video. Oh, that go. was way too quick. You're another sick fuck, dude, that has everything. Yeah, you're somebody we gotta I will say, for there, is video, there is a video. There is the... I'll, I'll post this in the, the chat. Let's see. You could stream uh, to your... You could stream your screen. I'll share my screen. Oh, this shit's on oh, YouTube, it's dude. It's private. Yeah. I can't watch it, though. Remember they used to make us post the Spanish I, was videos? Was this the video where I be, had to play video games in Rage, Matt? Was this the video where I raged? Yeah, this is Call the one. Me? Wait, can my, you... Oh, my God. What do I screen? sign in with? Oh, Matt. Share Matt, Matt. Okay, so I'll tell you to do, Matt. Listen, Matt. Can you oh, hear Oh, wait. Me? Is it unlisted? I'm sorry. It's private. Let me make yeah, it but public. I'll no, no, Matt, Matt, Don't Matt. No, 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 no. It's unlisted. It's unlisted. There you go. Try again. You just did it? All right, Yeah. You just sent it to the world. <laughs> oh my god I, I, it's not pop oh it's oh, is it? Click the video now. only five years ago wow oh my yeah, god it that long. my hairline was ba- far Dude, back, back oh my god i fight MW2 oh my god <laughs> Dude, why am I just holding the donut in my mouth this is fucking <laughs> <laughs> You still have that sweatshirt. <laughs> uh, we're watching a I'm video. I'm downloading it. How, five years ago, unlisted on YouTube. I, we'll we'll put the the link in the anal's where some people who know will be able to reach it, and the people who don't know will be unable to reach it. I deserve Sorry, an Emmy for this. It's a hidden gem. Oh my god. You can Mr. Oh, I, Mr. Barasa was way too into this. Yeah, no, I'm just coming up on his part. I'm starting to remember this shit. Holy He's a good shit. actor. I thought this part of my brain was like fried out of it. <laughs> yeah, I thought. <laughs> Why did I l- agree to be in a video stuffing my fat face with a donut? <laughs> cool, I watched this too. Who's that? That was just some random homeless guy, I think. <laughs> You're just filming Mr. Barrasso going to 7-Eleven. Only Sturgis has to show this because what school has a fucking 7-Eleven at their disposal across the street? That guy wasn't that tall, wasn't he? And we still we still ate all this I'm shit. I'm not going to lie. There's some not there's some decent acting by Mr. Barrasso. He's not doing terrible. He's actually doing a good job. Look at oh, my God. That. He's actually not bad. He really isn't. He was pretty good. That, oh, this is when I was in the freezer. He is pretty good. He's doing pretty like the scene with like he had that face. Bro, I spent his face more time in that aisle than probably good. anywhere else. In Dude, my the life. amount of times you'd get a slushie, and be like I got a small sir, and then get like a fucking extra large. <laughs> <laughs> that thing. Also, you're like get healthy food, anymore. and he just grabs salad. The guard shirt. That oh wasn't bad. That was honestly the best acted scene. I think you should have had me in there get my Seven Eleven pizza that gave me palpitations. I went to a cardiologist. Remember that room, dude? This I've been to that room part. twice. This is the best part. This is the best <laughs> the part. The Josh Gambino. 
no, 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 this is the funny part. This is the part I remember, like, vividly. <laughs> this is Miguel's stuff in his face. <laughs> it's the really replay part. The Wait, music, no. like, getting more and more distorted? Or is it just me? Yeah. <laughs> He punches him up. He punches the donut. <laughs> it's the donut. Cooper, you need to. This is horrible, Coop. This is terrible. <laughs> this is the future. Coop, you, dude, remember we wrote oh in that table? Oh my god, is that? You oh showed a plant. What plant is that? Oh, it's right up there. <laughs> I was like, the good pot. I was not a good actor back then. Well, this is a great source. That guy doesn't seem like he was known he was being recorded. <laughs> the fuck is this doing? He's been yeah, Sputnik, he, remember? He definitely doesn't... He, does, he definitely doesn't realize he was being recorded. His middle name, X. Robert. <laughs> Good. Hollywood <laughs> pizza, although grease and fat. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that definitely wasn't the logo. Duck. <laughs> X. I love how you look like Jimmy Neutron in the background. <laughs> Best is the bacon turkey bravo sandwich. I'd like to dispute that. Is he holding <laughs> a fucking lighter in his hand? <laughs> oh my god. Best bacon what turkey mean, bravo. Man, you... That was just a plug. <laughs> it definitely said the healthiest thing. Aaron Nather himself. Oh no. Dude, I can't believe the whole school saw that. Oh god. <laughs> I don't think many people saw that. I don't know how many really till days you they put played on it like three days in a row. I'm pretty sure during like right. the morning fucking the morning shit. Like when you go to fucking advisory or whatever in the morning when you got into school. I never went oh, to advisory. My God. I showed up immediately as class started. Who cares? The principal I never went to my locker most days. Oh, in memoriam, sir. Just TV though. news. My God, dude. Uh, Try not to remember back then for obvious reasons now. We have a future in acting, I think. Well, I wasn't even part of that, but... I don't know, especially that, with that's the... A lot, that shows promise. Especially with the fucking, uh... The facial, like... I don't know, stuff. We also have the uh, ability to now, um... Write a character about someone who's... Absolutely just fucking with his friends and family. Killing animals. <laughs> <laughs> and chasing storms, dude. That's a Netflix buys everything, dude. Like, yeah, dude. Anything. Are, have I you have tried Nef the Netflix Avenue, Pooch? I I have multiple shows I want to pitch. One about a crazy study abroad experience, uh, but uh, I just I don't even know how to go about writing it. You don't need to. Netflix will do that for you. Oh no, Netflix I, I have to write like down all my everything they said. Yeah, have you seen the Queen's Gambit? It's like eight episodes of nothing. It's like chess. Yeah. The Dairy Girls was funny. I will plug that. That was a good show. But did it need to be a TV show or could it have been a movie? Mm. That's my question for Netflix. I feel like most of the stuff Maybe could just be a movie. Yeah. Maybe it's because it's in like Irish that I don't really get what's going on. I know Irish is like Irish English, I'll say, so I don't sound like an idiot. But 
It was still kind of funny, but like the, it's kind of like that show. The uh, what's the other show? The English show uh, that we watched a lot in either college or the uh, fuck the guy with like the the bowl cut blonde hair and the uh, Aaron. You definitely know what I'm talking about. Um, it's like a group of guys in like a British like high school, and it's like a fucking. Peaky Blinders. No, fuck you. You talk about the Inbetweeners, the in best show ever. Dude. By far, oh, that, the best show ever. Show, like arguably that's one of the greatest shows. Like, Skins was, is good too. But like, it gives me bad vibes. But it's obviously not as good. I just sent the video. Oh my god! Someone contacted him. I love. So he kind of forgot his name. How? I went down to see his uh, mother at a nursing home back in, I don't know, it was the Christmas before Corona. Really nice. She's since passed away, but. Uh, R.I.P. You have a lot nice of fucking people. old ladies that have died because of you. I love old people. They're better than young people. I don't get young people. I get kids. Kids are awesome. It's some middle-aged people that are boring. That's because their dreams are slowly being crushed. Yeah, we've all been there. Well, that's why we have a podcast, podcast with eleven listeners, Capucci. One of whom is right in now? Romania. It's international. It's international. Another one is in England, which I'm not a big fan of. But could have been my VPN. I have the uh, UK dockyard set right there. Okay. Well, if maybe that's why, but it's boosting the stats. What's your? Fi- Do you have you ever played view games, Matt? Ever? I, I did doodle jump and I'm really good at it. I got over a hundred thousand. Wow. You should buy an Xbox and then stream with us, dude. The streaming weatherman. And then you can be so bad that we can play bots and we'll look really good and I think it'll be good for both of us. <laughs> Just letting you know. I mean, it's either that or you can be Anthony Bourdain of weather. I mean you do you do you. But the streaming I think I'll option the, the latter, could, but uh we could be ninja. You could be the weatherman ninja, dude, of Call of Duty, and you can dye your hair blue and shit, and make a mockery of yourself slowly in front of like a nation of kids. That sounds fun. And that's how anyone gets famous. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'd ever sell out to make like kids content. I just I wouldn't mind like doing kids content. I do occasional kids content now, and occasional is the keyword. You're not yeah. like you. You don't want your general audience. Like I feel like that's like, you. That's how you become like Jake Paul and shit. Thank you, Winky. Dipsy. The Teletubbies. Lala. Is that the Teletubbies? Oh. Teletubbies yeah. is one of those shows that I don't remember, but like I feel like nightmarish fucking characters. Like, why the fuck was I watching this show? I, I watched like an episode a couple watch. weeks ago because I was bored and I was like, how did I? Dude, you really I need to smoke pot, dude. Because then you could stream anything in the world. I, well, I just I just got the Netflix. So I don't have Hulu, and I don't have what else don't I have? I, I had an antenna for a while, rabbit ears, and they gave me something like thirty channels. You Only have an, you have an agent, bro. Get Hulu. It's like six it's bucks a month. Hulu's free. An agent doesn't mean <laughs> anything special. It means it's a, a middleman when you're trying to get a TV job. You need to know about the TV space, though. You know, you get us an Adult Swim, Capucci. I feel like you. We could definitely have an adult yeah, swim show. Adult like how, all we need is a green screen. I think we're done. I used That's, to have a green screen in my locker at school. There we go. 
Remember you fucking put the fruit in my locker in high school? And I never used it in, like, freshman year. And, uh, like, when we opened it up at the end of the year, there was, like, fucking... fucking do, do you know why shit. I did that? No, because I have no swatted, idea. Because you swatted my lunch out of my hand. And there was... <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. No. I was eating an apple, and you grabbed it from my lunch bag and threw it across the room to the point where it bruised. <laughs> and I said, pick it up. And you refused. I remember this. And this is exactly correct. <laughs> and I know you did I, I this. So this isn't a lie. This is just facts. And I said, fine, I'll pick it up. And I put it promptly in your locker. And it rotted all year. And then we had a fruit fly infestation. All because of I'll you. I'll be honest. That sounds more like Cooper's fault. Okay, here's the deal. His locker. That here's the deal. Time. This is another reason why I tried to block out back then. Capucci, I'm a completely different person. I'm sorry for throwing your apple, but it's your fault you put it in there because you called my bluff that I was going to take was it out. This before or after you punched me in the face? This, the punch in the face, I will say, you were being rude to someone on the bus, and then you no, grabbed my what, hands, what and you were like, why are you hitting yourself? And then it's like, every what am I going to do? Every, for those at home who are wondering, every day Cooper sat behind me and would flick the back of my head. And it drove me nuts. <laughs> so one day... It was a long bus ride, bro. We didn't have phones and shit. I'm speaking, Mr. Vice President. Cooper, we used to watch movies. Capucci would set movies on the bus with homeless people on us watching movies. Hang on. So so towards the beginning, towards the beginning, Cooper would flick me in the back and then it drove me nuts. I was like 13, too. (laughs) One day, I turned around, I grabbed his hands right as he was flicking me, and then I made him... You know, smack himself in the face. I was like, Cooper, why are you hitting yourself? And then I let go, and he just whammed me. A classic. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can't embarrass me in front of the whole P&B bus when there's, like, also adults on there and expect me to Do you remember, do you remember the it. crazy bus driver when I handed out safety flyers? You did a lot of ballsy shit. Yeah, I remember you tied someone's, like, shoes to, like, Oh, yeah, I, I wire-tied Miguel to the bus. We had to, like, pull over to the side. I wire-tied Miguel to the bus because I knew he was getting off after me. But but the best, <laughs> the the best was when we had that crazy bus driver who would yell at everyone. And so one day I went in and I printed up fake safety flyers and I handed them out to everybody. And I gave a safety talk about bus safety. Oh my god, dude, we were low key reckless back then. It really like it's crazy because I know exactly when the switch hit. And it was about the end of sophomore year of college, and I'm like, all right, I'm starting to become the age where, like, this, I'm just going to be known as a douchebag. So I'm just trying to smoke pot and chill that side of me out because I do still think of doing stupid shit like that, and I'm like, well, that's going to be content. So I try to think of myself as, like, the Truman Show character. Like, you you write to Capucci, uh, like, I feel way less crazy now saying this because you were like, uh, you uh, write to people saying that there's, uh, that you're other people. Um, so... I think of myself sometimes as the Truman Show character and just I'm like, I'll like say comments in my head and just be like, oh, this can't believe this tomfoolery is happening. And it just keeps me sane every once in a while. It's like, hopefully someone's watching the content because there's just constant content no matter what you're doing. You're running over animals. I saw like 10 deer the other day, but I wanted to not kill animals. So I slowed down. You, you probably 10 deer. That, that would have been a strike if you get them all down at once. It was a herd, dude. Like I, like it was. It was like I don't know. <laughs> well, you could have tried for at least a spare, dude. It was on Long Pond Road, right by Camp Clark. Like, fucking right there. Like a herd of deer, and I normally fly. I see like a mom and her babes. But I'm not kidding. It was like ten deer. None of them had antlers or anything, so it didn't look like any males. But right across the street, it was, and it was like at like five o'clock. So it's like when they start getting active, but. It, like it, like you said it the other day, Joe, and it's true. I like looked at the deer and I'm like, "What the fuck is that?" 
Like it almost blew my mind because I don't see deer it's, every day. It's a like, tuna. Oh, shit. What? I just think it's like a large dog or something. Yeah, dude. It's like I saw one in Boston actually, in like the like you know like the river kind of like on the exit when you get back on the highway the, by my the house. Charles? No, no. Don't you sass me, boy? It's in Dorchester. Are there other rivers? It's the Neponset River. Dorchester. Okay. And there's the Neponset River. I was. It was more for people who've been to my apartment, Capucci, not for you. Oh. But there's oh, a little I'm reserve. Sorry, you know exactly what I'm talking about too. If you ever go down 93, it's like uh, right by Exit 12, like Ashmont Exit. And yeah. you just fucking uh, and it's it's the fucking uh, like. All grassy, like swamp area where Whitey Bulger dumped all his bodies and shit. And there was a deer just standing there with huge antlers, dude. Like, you know, I was in Montana and I was like, oh shit. It was like in the morning when the sun was rising. It's like, it was, it was like a, a small part of nature and the, the hustle and bustle of the big city is very poetic. All right. Well, well, thank you, Robert Frost. Yeah. What can I say, dude? I was just saying, I like deer. They're fucking crazy. There's also these ducks that like uh migrated down from Canada that were like fuck it, like uh that were at the pond. I was trying to get good pictures of them, but they fucking all were diving under the pond. I couldn't get them. It was uh it was very disheartening. Now that like now the pond's frozen, so they definitely moved on. Oh, yeah, it's too bad. I got a few pictures. They're 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 quite interesting in the little birds, dude. All right, well, <laughs> I used to go down to I, I used to go to Duxbury Beach at the first of the year, and I uh, random number I got seven seven four. Wait, did one of y'all text me? Uh, no, I did not. Random numbers. Put you, anyway, you... it's a seven seven four, so it has to be one of you people. But no. it, it, it's what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, so I used to go down to Duxbury Beach for the snowy owls at the start of each year. Dude, I, I was talking about it the other day. I went, I looked face to face with an owl. I have a hot take with the snowy owls because my mom just claims to take a picture of one. She goes out every day at two p.m. to go find these snowy owls, and I, I, as far as I know, they're nocturnal creatures. They're beautiful. I think it's a seagull with like a winter coat or something. I, yeah, I heard I that. I she heard, took a picture. It doesn't look coat. like an owl, dude. It doesn't look like an owl. Send, the, send in the chat. <laughs> I don't have it on me. She showed me. She said, oh, we, we found the snowy owl. Her and her friends are like children with SUVs. And I just, I don't know, it doesn't look like it. Looks like a seagull. It's nocturnal, is it not? Like They come out later in the day and at like dusk and shit. But like, I don't feel like they're fully, like, I don't know. I'm not like. But some people owl. like go out to like try to find this snowy owl all the time. I just also feel like we're not, yeah. like, north enough to get snowy owls. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Here we are. Well, they come down for the winter. They migrate? Yeah. From Canada. Canadian Maritimes. I didn't think owls migrated. I thought they were, like, too smart to migrate. I mean, old people migrate. Well, that's why I said Isn't too that smart. Weird? Isn't that weird to think about, like... We are the most advanced species on this planet, and yet old people still migrate. Very animalistic. Still, there's a lot of shit. Like, it is. and it's, it's like literally that, an old people migration. Yeah, and it's like, it's like on the opposite end of the spectrum. Like working with kids, it's like you see like the fucking more like basic human shit, like come out and get exaggerated, and it's just like 
you begin to be see how like predictable they are when certain things happen. You're like, oh, this girl's gonna fucking snap because this like this person did this. Like it's nuts. Like humans are so animalistic still, even though like you said how advanced we are. Yeah, I still think whales and shit can. I'm not a conspiracy theorist here, but I still think whales and shit are way more smart than we give them credit for. They got something going on. Just being able to swim. The, besides getting like killed by like fucking spears and shit, but like. I don't know. Spears. <laughs> this is the 1700s. <laughs> Moby Dick. I'm thinking of the fucking <laughs> South Park episode. Uh, I finally um, started watching Family Guy, and that is that is some quality entertainment right there. Do you like? You should watch yeah, South Park more South than that Family Guy. Statement. I think. What a true statement. Dude, like it's oh, it's only the first like ten seasons. I feel like, and then like the next twelve are. No, Family so Guy still hits. It's still. Oh, I think it has like the it's modern so events lazy. talk. Is it's so like good, good, but it's lazy. It's so lazy. It's definitely lazy. But yeah, like, dude, even lazy, Rick and Morty sometimes some, it feels like feel like is lazy. My thing is like, what else are you watching that's really that good? Nothing. I like South Park, but I and the, but they took it South off a little. Park. Matt, Matt, hey, Matt pretends he's people he's not. So I think Matt would like American Dad because he's clearly. Oh, Roger. you would love him. He's clearly Dad. Roger living. He's living life as Roger, just pretending to be people he yeah, is. I'm not catfishing people. I'm sending out fake Christmas cards. <laughs> it's Roger. Dude, you Very didn't just say Roger. Christmas cards. You said you sent letters and shit. <laughs> no, I sent texts confirming that the Hubbard Schmitz were coming over in three hours and to get ready. <laughs> Oh my god, this is fucking up. You can imagine my aunt and uncle. Hey, we're, we're you know we're coming over in three hours. We're gonna be there soon. Let's know if you need to, us to pick I anything think, up. You, I will I say, I mess. used to roast you about like your delivery just being slightly off. You always did funny shit. That was this is maybe one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my entire life. The, the reasons the for it can be funny. Is, though, is you don't take the credit for it. It's like they don't know what's going that's on. That's like even like you that's do. even funnier, dude. <laughs> Is that you're just doing oh, well, this shit, like, knowing that it's fucking with people, and just, like, that's, like, oh, the it, ultimate it's prank. It's gonna go on day after day, year after year, like, for, for my neighbors. What's gonna stop me from texting them, like, hey, you wanna meet up for Easter Sunday? We're gonna be in the area. Social Mary norms. Louise makes a mean lemon cream pie. <laughs> that's what should be stopping you. <laughs> I, I love it. You need to keep doing it, and let me know every time you do shit. That's hilarious. That might be one of the funniest things of all time. It was like another story that uh, I won't say the reason for this person coming to visit, but this kid came up to visit us at a, a college apartment and on the way, apparently someone cut him off. So what he did was he followed this person to his house and then fucking slashed his tires. <laughs> came over and like, Sorry, I'm late. I'm late. He, he's like, sorry, I'm late. I, uh, I, wanted, <laughs> I wanted this guy to cut me off. So I followed him. I went home and slashed his tires. <laughs> like you're sick. I very much remember this day, dude. It might have yeah, been we one were... of that was the, like this is up there in my life as one of the funniest things that's ever been told to me. So I'll give you credit for you that, Capucci. <laughs> that's horrifying, Capucci. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> you gotta think of like the psychological. You did it to your grandparents. I did that shit to my grandparents. Like, my grandpa doesn't really even know. I think he. He doesn't want to th- say my name wrong, so he just says guy now because he's nervous of saying it wrong and people think he's going crazy. So he he knows us by like characteristics rather than like who we are now. So if I did shit like that to him, I'd think that like how you, are your grandparents like 
there, if you don't mind me asking, because that's another factor in how like messed up this is. No, test. they're all there. Like with my other grandfather before he died, he he wasn't all there, so I didn't mess with him. But uh, now with, with my grandparents, they're only in their their lower seventies, so they're all oh. there, and I love screwing with them. Yeah, my grandparents are old. Then I here's another one that I did that, that's in the process right now. I I took one of their old photos and, and I scanned it into my computer and I I photoshopped the background out of it, so it's just a white background. So I just have the two of them together that I can put in anything. And so I made up a bunch of business posters, you know, one for like the Dollar Tree. And I put them, I had, I put name tags on them and I Photoshopped hats on them and all this stuff. And I was like, from our family to yours, we hope you enjoy the store. And I'm having my dad put that in a couple of Dollar Trees, the ones they shop at. Or like Shaw's Supermarket, just places where they shop. And because here's the thing, if you have an official looking poster, nobody's going to take it down. It will stay up there for all eternity. If you just have a thing like, for our family to yours, welcome to Shaw's Supermarket, no one will care. And yet it'll trip them up when they walk in the store and they see them on all the posters. I think it's pretty punk rock, to be honest. Dude, why would they go to Shaw's, first question. But second off... I just like you're the pranks you think of are really fucking out there, dude. Like that's like that's some deep shit. Well, like, just just like pretend you're getting on the MBTA and you see an advertisement and it's you and you don't remember posing for an advertisement. This this is fire. I thought pranks yeah, were is... fucking dead, and I <laughs> dude, I just would have never. I would you think your thought... weatherman is psychologically fucking with his <laughs> friends and family? <laughs> Well, believe it. No, you should Dude, do. You Matt, could be no, lying to us do. about all this weather shit. You by should, the way, can I ask this before I forget, <laughs> Joe? By the way, because this was something Joe brought up earlier. Uh, do you? Can you explain in layman terms what wind is? Because I still don't believe what it is. Yeah, yeah think of a dam, and I'll think of the air. Oh, well, I have to go back to the, the Dollar Tree thing afterwards. But think you of a dam. Can go down to the physics for us. Like we can take. Think it. of a dam. You have water on one side and less water on the other, right? Mm-hmm. Whoops. Yeah. Now, what's going to happen if you suddenly break the dam? The water's going to go from high to low. Same thing in air. Sometimes you have more air in one area, more air in the other area. The air has to go from the high to the low, and that's what wind is. Oh, I'm sending. So, what is it, though? Is it just molecules? Yeah, it's just air literally moving from, from A to B. Pressures of oh, my God, Capuche, dude. The owner's going to come taken... into the Dollar Tree and be like, who the fuck is this? I've... I've taken five levels of physics in college, and I still don't really know what air is. Well, did you take chemistry? What are we taught? Did I take what? Chemistry? Yeah, I took two levels of chem. Oh, I, I got a C in chemistry. I, I didn't do too well either. I C minus. My chemistry teacher told me, there's no chance you're going to pass orgo. You should recommend, I recommend you think of another major. And I said, okay. Yeah, I heard orgo is not That's that horrible. Fun. Well, Capucci, I can tell you one thing. She saved me a lot of money because if I stuck with bio, I'd still probably be in school. Yeah. Or I wouldn't be in school and I would have done something else with my life. Yeah. I have three more of these posters. I love these. I'm you have a lot of time, fun. huh? No, this only took me 20 minutes. You should see what I can do with 40. How long do you sleep each night? Usually about four and a half, five hours. Okay, that's normal, this dude. Like one of our friends sleeps for Four fucking and a half ten. Five. Right, I sleep for like six. Normal, so that means you're awake for twenty hours a day, like plotting things. <laughs> uh, do you drink coffee or anything? Like, how do you stay up though? No, 
just I don't know. <laughs> my my, how's it go? My my, I was born with I was. I was born with glass bones and paper skin. Every night I fall asleep until the heart attacks put me to sleep. <laughs> Dude, you are such a fucking so, character. Yeah, so, so that's why you have so much time. You're just like up. Yeah. Doing things. Look at the taxidermy one. You take Adderall or anything? Or are you natural? No. I'm, I'm just me. Have you tried it? Have you ever tried you, Adderall? Or are you natty? Bro, are you natty? I don't do <laughs> Kabucha, are you natty? You cut but... this out, but I'm curious if you have. If I have, oh, ADD? No, 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 don't no. try it at all, just in general. Oh, no, I, I don't do it. anything. I'm, I'm a child of Jesus. Matt, and we can, we can take That's it off. That's crazy, because I know a ton of people that just do. <laughs> what? I had a question, and I can't yell, but Matt, if you could try... One drug with no repercussions. What drug would it be? Or you could say no, and we'll just cut this. I, I, I'm not. I don't really have any interest in anything escapist because I don't really have time for that. No, you do, Matt. It's a good time. Who says it's escapist? Alcohol is still the best drug, in my opinion. So, some people have looks. Some people have athleticism. I only have brain. If I do anything to hurt that or to slow myself down, then I'm screwed. I'm going to be, you know, working at Big Al's Taxidermy. What if it makes it better? Big Al's Taxidermy since probably ninth grade. <laughs> there have been studies to show that it make it not necessarily better, but... I wouldn't believe us, You seem like you know what you're doing. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll take the doctor's advice. Poochie, do you have anything to, like, plug? Do you have a plug or uh, anything you want to... What is a plug? Like, like, what do you want to plug to like our listeners? Like, there's a, there's a decent amount of people who actually do yeah. listen religiously that we know. Like, that anything we, I want to plug, I'll tweet. Hopefully, when we do talk about that thing we bleeped out, you'll come back. A couple of those things, yeah. Or when we can talk about that thing we bleeped out, you'll come back and we'll talk about it and we'll plug that. Yeah, oh I'm yeah, sure, I'm, I'm sure that. at that point, any... if you're on uh, what you were said you were going to be on, you really need our plug. But, uh, yeah, you can also plug us as well. I'm just hoping to God that they'll, they'll pick that back up. Apparently, they're resuming talks supposedly in the next couple of weeks. Well, I don't know if that, that would ever come to fruition. Shit. Like, you know what I mean? But, like, sure, we'll get to normal sooner than later. I mean, even if it's another year or two. But I just, I just worry I'll become irrelevant. Like, I, I didn't plan to, you know, be, be sitting and typing all day. Yeah, that's true. It's hard, yeah. but like a lot of people are like taking in a lot more content than they normally do. Like, um, yeah. You got a lot more time on their hands not going out. I mean, I never go out, really, so um, I I, read, I finished reading my first book. I'm already halfway through my next one. And oh, nice. It, What'd you read? It was a book on um, just, like, it, it's like a, a history book uh, and how it, like, connects with, like, how modern, like, political policies and stuff are made. Yep. It was a pretty, like, it was one of those books that you take with a grain of salt because it clearly was coming from a certain perspective. But, like, just the stuff that I was talking about and using for arguments was interesting. And I like reading books like that. Like, Bro- Brooklyn, my girlfriend, is always uh, wondering why I don't like nonfiction books. And I'm like, if I'm going to read, I'd rather read something that's, like, real and makes, like, I, I just watch shows that are, like, made up. That's the reason I watch it. I'd rather see what I'm. Like, like, 
I, I like visualizing shit, like even like the Hunger Games. But then when I watch the show, like or the movie afterwards, and it's not exactly what I like pictured in my head, I get pissed. Yeah, like, that's the only thing I, I read these days are menus. <laughs> I'm dead. Even that's on phones. I just wish they had pictures of the food. See, Gordon Ramsay, uh, someone I put a lot of content into. Uh, he 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 says if you have pictures of your food, your place sucks. That is true. Make an app though that like restaurants use, so we like people scan the thing. It goes to like this app. I don't know with like their menu with the pictures and everything. My mother will always go to a restaurant and then ask, "Oh, is this any good?" Like, what is a waitress supposed to say? No, it sucks. Go to Wendy's. Exactly. So it's like I don't know. You could have an app that's a menu app for restaurants. They host their menus on this app. I don't know. Viewers don't or listeners don't steal this from me. I don't have very much. So the other question she asks: What do you have here? Like, mom, they made a very handy document. It's called a menu. Yeah, but they're so hard. Like, restaurants don't know how to work the internet. So, like, all every time I like try to scan into a menu, it's like the most complicated thing in the world. Yeah, I eat out way too much down here. Just so much good food. Have you tried Ethiopian food? Or I heard it's good down there. Oh, I don't know. I haven't been. You should try it. Maybe just try something besides Seven Eleven pizza. You know, broaden your horizons. <laughs> I've actually. So when you go, I've when you go to these before, other countries, are you eating like the local cuisine? Or are you finding like gas station pizza? Oh, every time I go to China, I eat the local stuff. Uh, Israel, I ate all the local stuff. It was actually pretty good. Uh, the only thing I shy away from is certain types of meat because I don't want to get food poisoning. Because well, that'd be no fun. I got food poisoning in the desert once, and that sucked. And uh, yeah, we was it yeah, coming out from coming north out, or south? South and uh, it's tough to hide behind cacti. Yeah, that's a nightmare. I had to run like a you know half a mile until I found a rock. I wanted to shit my pants. What are you in a desert? How many people are you seeing out there? Five or ten? I can live with that. Well, the tour bus was waiting for me. The tour bus? Yeah. Oh, that's even more embarrassing. I would just say, leave me. I'm trying to track in from the fucking desert. <laughs> Leave me in the desert. <laughs> Did you have toilet paper or anything? You just like wipe your ass and sand. Before we wrap up, I'm not up, getting into details. Before we wrap this up, I need Matt since you've been everywhere. Yes. Least least favorite mammal. Least favorite in your mammal? travels. Yeah. What no. fucking animal just pisses you off? Animal, not mammal. Animal. Sorry. Humans. Come on, Matt. We're the best. That's an easy one. We're, we're oh, yeah. better than Second. everything. I'm a humanist, Matt. I I want to tell you this right now, Matt. I used to be like animal person, but like I I've learned that I just don't care about animals outside of humans. I just don't. I'm gonna say it. I don't at all. I, I like animals I, a lot. I, However, I don't think are there any. I animals don't care about animals at all. Like cats, I'm not a, a fan bird. of birds. Yeah. Pretty suck. Here's suck here's a good memory. My aunt is is a math teacher and. I love math teachers and I adore my aunt, but she's kind of the stereotypical middle-aged single math teacher that has many cats. And her first cat was named Eddie. She got Eddie when it was a kitten. And this thing was rambunctious, was always scratching at her and, and, you know, biting and nipping and whatnot and waking her up in the morning. And you know how some people, especially crazy cat people, will talk about their cats like other normal people talk about children? This is hidden hidden home, but yeah. 
she would do this. And so she, you know, oh, I, I had a play date today. I had to take, you know, Eddie for his play date. Or, oh, do that. Eddie had a doctor's appointment. Okay, they had no, to go to the yeah, dentist or nope. all this stuff. But she would go to school and tell kids stories about Eddie. And she'd always go to school with scratches or cuts because Eddie was a kid and was rambunctious and whatnot. So she'd walk in. Oh, sorry, kids. Eddie was scratching at me this morning. He wanted to wrestle at three in the morning. Or, oh, kids, I'm sorry. You know, Eddie was clawing at me and then licking my face at 3 a.m. He wanted me to make him breakfast. Or, oh, kids, I'm, I'm exhausted. Eddie was being naughty last night. He wanted to play all night long. But she failed to mention to the kids that Eddie was a cat. And, and so you, you can see the issue when she goes into class and, and tells all these kids, oh, Sorry, Eddie was licking my face at three in the morning and he wanted to play and then he demanded I make him breakfast. So these kids thought that Eddie was just this domestic lover that was, you know, uh, abusing my aunt. And uh, she, she had to issue a statement to the class that Eddie was a cat. <laughs> yeah, Eddie just came back at three, two in the morning with cigarettes and milk. Oh, man. Does, does she have a husband and stuff? Oh, okay. I love her though. She's great. She's a cool aunt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One aunt told me I had to every, lose weight. Every family me. has that aunt. You know what I mean? She's just the coolest. Like, I have multiple aunts. One aunt told me I needed to lose. Like, I, I went back to see her once after college, and she's like, oh, you put on weight. And then this aunt, the cool aunt, is like, let's go to Olive Garden. I'm like, yes, Meg. This is why we love you best. <laughs> Favorite aunt. Quiet. You know, every time there's an awkward silence, a Latin teacher is born. Sorry, uh, I'm fucking. I, Pro Cups texting us. We need to end. But um, we're we're just we're just dude, reaching like you, two hours. This was uh, this was keep it natural. This was even better than I could have imagined. This is probably our best one. Yeah, yeah, this was an absolute pleasure to have you on. This uh was definitely funny, dude. Because we haven't heard this side of you, dude. I feel like we like since college we uh. Hey, I was fun in high school. I was just mostly business. I'm fun outside of class. I feel like I didn't appreciate that. I didn't. I I didn't appreciate your style of humor in high school as much. I always have. I I always have. I didn't. No, I'm saying like this. The stand up, like the direct, the the like thought out shit was always funny as fuck. You clearly have like like a mastermind. Going to jail for crashing a wedding. Oh yeah, I danced with a bride Allegedly. the day she got married. Allegedly. I literally just just pictures of it somewhere, but I yeah. I I danced with the bride when she got married. I <laughs> like, made I made Chris cry. Did I cry? Be honest. Like if if I did, I'll I'll own up to it. I'll own no, up no, to no, it. no, you didn't. But but like Chris, you if were I did, out, but but Chris cried, and then I gave Chris the number to a twenty four hour like in the police call. I simulated. I gave him the number to a twenty four hour like crazy psychic hotline. We had to pay three dollars a minute, and he didn't realize for like the first ten minutes that it was not the police department. He called, confessing, "Oh, good times." I wonder what he's doing now, Gibby. <laughs> See, that's a great. Thing. We got a we got a lot to cut. I'm sorry, pro cop. It's good. It's I good. would keep some of it. Give the fuck with that part. Well, no, no, I just meant names. I just this don't like great. Well, well the names. Yeah, gonna, bleep out the names. I think this podcast is gonna put us over the edge. I think this I is. I mean, there's like a million Chris's like. In New England, like you could be Irish or Italian and have Chris as a name. So, yeah, no, it's not even that. It's just uh, the stories on this were fucking funny. 
Funny, funny stuff. Well, anything. So you already, we already asked if anything you wanted to plug. Um, yeah. Do you want? Do you want your Twitter plug? What's your Twitter if people want to follow it? Get some weather because you do always tweet some interesting stuff. Um, besides the, uh, I, I still I, the Waffle House and shit stuff all the time. Just has me dying dude because like every night you're like uh oh back again yeah. to the fucking <laughs> the fucking steak place your twitter is so refreshing like in between the, the rage bullshit machine yeah it's twitter. like one of the like yeah. the, it's the content's always pr but um what, uh, what's, that what's that twitter it is uh matthew capucci last name spelled just like cappuccino without the no yeah that's not gonna help but you can look around c-a-p-p-u c-c-i <laughs> Is what it is. You got it. I'm impressed. Yeah. You oh, you're probably. Yeah, I wasn't looking else. at the screen. I just guessed that in my head. I feel like that's something I've always spelled yeah, wrong. You can't even like, spell my name, and I know your phone number by heart. Dude, I could, but I'm bad that's at spelling. Like, like since spell check has evolved, like I've seemed like a lot more of an intelligent person. Like I used to send incoherent shit. Like I'm not yeah, great at spelling. You speak pretty bad. You just gotta use periods more. Yeah, I do have a lot of run-ons. I'm a big comma fan. I I love semicolons. I had a... So I, I work part-time as an educational consultant, and I edit essays and, and help kids get into college and whatnot, but uh, one of the girls I've been working with for the past seven or eight months sent in her college essay on uh, pirate conservation and this whole thing about how Pirates are endangered and pirates need to be conserved and we don't have enough pirates left for the ecosystem and, and pirates need their habitat maintained. She meant I mean, to say primates, but every instance she wrote pirates. Oh, I was going to, I was going to say, <laughs> I was thinking parrots and I'm like, we need to, we need to stop picking our, we need to choose our battles. I think at this point, worrying about fucking parrots, but yeah, that's, uh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> Not, Not as bad as pubic school, though. Yeah, or shitting your brains out while a tour bus waits for you in the desert. Yeah, we've all been there. Yeah, content factory. Well, I mean, we gotta get you back on. No, yeah, you definitely will. The, the last. The, this was just a fucking absolute, absolute treat. <laughs> well, my pleasure to be here, and I'm around always, dude. I'm telling you, dude, get a fucking Xbox if you have the time. Stream once a week, the Mad Weatherman, dude. Just fucking... Just... Just fucking, uh... uh, Playing video games. I'm I'm tired at this point. And, Capucci, I don't know if you noticed, I was smoking a little pot. So I'm getting a little out of it. But... Yeah, you should play COD with us or something. And we can get. I, I'll, I'll play Doodle Jump with y'all. How's that? No, you should get COD. Doodle Jump. I we'll get we'll get you in it once we get more than eighty nine cents. Once this makes us like a dollar twenty five, we'll invest that in a cryptocurrency, and then when we make a profit, we'll get you an Xbox, ship it down to you, send you a very personal letter about how you should marry one of our close family members, and then you can stream with us and stuff, and then be married to our family member. It'll be pretty cool. Well, I will uh, be sure to put that on my agenda. Okay, thank you for joining us. That was a reference to all the weird stuff you said. That wasn't me actually just thinking of that stuff. I feel like oh. I, I feel like that joke. I, didn't I sometimes mind. forget all the weird stuff I say.
Yeah, cut this out, Pro Crap. I look like an asshole. Okay, bye.